93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is Monday, March 1st. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, Philadelphia officials announced that several restrictions put in place due to COVID-19 pandemic will be eased on Monday as infection rates continue to fall and vaccination rates climb. Among the announcements, some fans will be allowed to attend sporting events. However, Health Commissioner Dr. Thomas Farley said the relaxed restrictions are dependent on consistent universal mask use. The city's health department says it is experiencing a delivery or it's expecting a delivery of 13,000 Johnson and Johnson doses this week and says it's feasible that people will be vaccinated with it in coming days. The Food and Drug Administration granted emergency use use authorization to Johnson and Johnson's one dose COVID-19 vaccine. As early as Monday, 3.9 million Johnson and Johnson vaccines are expected to ship out to states, pharmacies and community clinics. The FDA said J&J's vaccine offers strong protection against what matters most serious illness, hospitals, hospitalization and death. One dose was 85 percent protective against the most severe COVID-19 illness. I was with Dr. Mike over the weekend, and he said that uh, this is great for him because this doesn't require that elaborate refrigeration so that he right. could actually and administer And it's only one shot. At his office, right, one shot. Uh, however, health officials like Doth- Dr. Anthony Fauci warned that progress in declining case numbers is stalling uh, and that we shouldn't be lifting restrictions just yet. He says everyone still must continue to wear a mask. Philadelphia police are looking for a 13-year-old boy who they say has not been seen since Friday evening. Mm-hmm. Jalen Maxwell was reported missing from his home on the 1700 block of Anchor Street in Wissanoming at about 7 p.m. on Friday. Priscilla Maxwell, the boy's mother, says her son has a mild form of autism and cerebral palsy. She says he was will respond to his name when called. Maxwell believes Jalen left his home after he got in trouble for misusing a school computer. Oh. Police say a tip came in on Friday evening that he was spotted in the area of Aramingo and Ann Street in Port Richmond. Jalen is a seventh grader at St. Martin of Tours School in Oxford Circle. The principal describes him as a very social and sweet student. She says all students learn virtually on Fridays, which is when Jalen went missing. Since Friday, she says students and teachers have been looking for him. Maxwell says uh, to just call him by his name if you see him and tell him that he's not in trouble. Jalen is described as 5'4", 110 pounds with brown eyes and black hair. He was last seen wearing a children's place jacket that was green with fur around the hood, red and black Adidas sneakers, and a blue and black backpack with multiple zippers and pockets. Anyone with information on Jalen's whereabouts should contact Northeast Detectives. Hope they find that kid soon, Soon, please. Yes. The zebra population at the Cape May Zoo in South Jersey just got a little larger. On Sunday, zoo officials announced the arrival of Lydia, a -a one-and-a-half-year-old Grant's zebra. She came to the zoo from the Como uh, Park Zoo in St. Paul, Minnesota. The zoo welcomes uh, the arrival of Lydia to the herd of zebra. Lydia is the fourth female to join the herd with Greta, Gracie, and Zuri. Grant's zebras can weigh between 485 pounds and 700 pounds with a shoulder height of four to four feet. Zoo officials say the males on average are 10% larger than the female counterparts. Zebras have excellent eyesight and hearing and can run up to 40 miles per hour. It's believed uh, that they can see in color as well. I didn't know that. And the male zebras can fly, correct? No, they can't fly. They cannot? No. 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 I saw a cartoon that suggested they could. Grant's zebras can live around 40 years while under the care of zoo officials. So there's a new zebra at the Cape May Zoo. If you're headed there, uh, make sure you check her out. All right, in sports this morning.
Flyers beat the Sabres yesterday yeah. afternoon in Buffalo, completing a two-game sweep over the weekend. They did it! Sean Couturier, Michael Raffle, and James Van Riemsdyk scored to lead the Flyers to a 3-0 win. Carter Hart fo uh, followed Brian Elliott's lead as both goalies posted shutouts over the Sabres in back-to-back -back games. The win gave head coach Elon Vigneault 700 over the length of his career. The Flyers are back at it tomorrow night with a game of a th uh, the first game of a three-game set in Pittsburgh against the Penguins, and the puck drops at 7 o'clock. The Sixers, who lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers in overtime on Saturday night, are at home again tonight with the game against the Indiana Pacers. Despite the loss, the Sixers are still in first place in the Eastern Conference with a record of 22 and 12, while the Pacers are in ninth place at 15 and 17. Tip-off is set for 7 o'clock. And the Phillies began spring training yesterday with a 10-2 loss against the Tigers. There could be a few more starters like Bryce Harper and Gene Segura in the lineup today when the Phillies play their first home game of spring training against the Orioles. The game will be televised on NBC Sports Philadelphia starting at 105. And that's what I have for you this morning. Remember spring training last year? Yeah. <laughs> you guys hanging out in a hotel? That's pretty much it? Yep. Was it you and Marissa and Nick? No, uh, I, no I, Nick didn't go. I it was just, yeah, it was just me and Marissa. That and was Rodney. Um, that was the week that it happened. Yeah, Rodney was there. Uh, and uh, that was when I remember going to the airport, and there it was so bizarre. There was not one person in the airport. Yeah. Yeah. Marissa yeah. and I were sitting there. We took a picture. Because the like, fear level had just started to skip up yeah. dramatically. It just started to skip up. We got on the flight. There were some people yeah. on our flight, and then that's where we heard on the flight, on the, the way down, uh, which we we suspected maybe it was going to be shut down because the NBA had shut right, down. Right, right. And sure enough, they did. And it was a lot of hand-wringing. You remember leading up to it. Do you go? Do you stay? Do you go? All right, let's give it a shot. And you basically reported from a from a hotel and walked around the beach. And well, also, it was like down there. Like we came back here, and yeah. you know everything was shut down. Everybody was inside. Everybody was at home. Down there, they were like, "What? What's happening?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were sick, Preston. And I was. was. I was at home. Oh, it was not even COVID. Right. You had the flu, so you yeah. were out. Uh, so we were trying to figure out what to do with the show that week. <laughs> on Tuesday, the NBA yeah. stopped. On Wednesday, the NHL stopped. On Thursday, spring training stopped. Kathy Marissa still got on a plane, but man, it just was. That was it. That was when it all started. That was when the crap at the fan. Yeah, I remember, you know, uh, after I finally felt better, like, the, the week later, and then got out and, and drove, and I'm like, nobody's out on yeah, the road. Yeah. This is yeah. really weird. Because so you, were, you were checked out. You had a pretty potent um, Yeah, man, it flu. kicked yeah. my ass long, big long, time. You, you're never out. We're, both of us, we're, we're never that. out. So yeah. And yeah. I, that had it was, to be very weird. It was influenza B, yeah. and it was right, I, like, I, I the the first time, it was before everybody started wearing masks. Yeah. I, Dr. Mike, I went to go see him. He made me put a mask on, wow. rightfully so, because I could have wow. had COVID at, yeah. the, at the early onset. Dude, <laughs> like, we were all on the hill sharing microphones yeah. at the cardboard <laughs> class. Oh you, you took a bite out of my breakfast sandwich that morning. <laughs> oh, my God, you got oh. so mad at On oh, that particular God, day, so Case, I went from that. <laughs> to I was emceeing a huge yeah. gala, uh, shoulder to shoulder with people all night long. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. I took a bite of your breakfast sandwich. You did. And you yeah. got mad. Yeah. Oh, he it, was so mad. Because I him. ordered one breakfast sandwich specifically oh, for me, some... and you knew that, and you bit into it. You go, oh, this is the the vegetarian one. <laughs> I was like. Why did you look at it instead of biting it to figure it out? I don't remember yeah. that at well, all. Because it wasn't that big of a deal <laughs> to you. <laughs> to me, it was the end of the world. Did you end up not eating it? Because no, I, I ate it. it. Okay. I, I didn't. Know I remember that. I remember that look. It was as if you had been told you had some sort of rare disease. <laughs> yeah. And, and you, you looked at me like, what? Why did you? Why would you? I, to I told you that there was one sandwich in there that was mine. It was, I ordered the whole thing. <laughs> well, and as a cardboard classic, yeah. you and I, for the broadcast, face each other. So I yeah. remember you going to your computer. 
He was so mad. He was like, why would he bite into it? Why wouldn't he just look first and see that it wasn't his? God, I don't remember this because at I, all. Because I complained about it behind your back. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Listen, when we when we do that thing, we're at events, yeah. I will gra- just grab something and eat it. I, I yeah. don't even, whatever. There's like bags of food yeah. sitting around. So I'm like, here, I'll Preston, just try that's one rat of these. poison. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wow. Well, you know what? We should <laughs> we should have a secret sharing day. That's that's one of those the, the breakfast sandwich incident, at the cardboard classic that I never knew well, about. Well, so you were sick the very next week. I was like, God oh damn my it. god, and that's, that's right. We freaking shared a sandwich, dude. Wow. Like, it, and I was just and I just kept waiting for the the shoe to fall. It, it never came. Though. And, and we, I we, never we, got we sick. soldiered on. And look, yeah. here we are. Here we are today. Doesn't it seem like that was like yesterday and also ten years ago? Like the yeah. cardboard classic, bizarrely. And, you know, it's. Just a yeah. weird stretch of time for sure. It, it is strange because all of the uh, it seems like this uh, this way of life has been around for a long yeah. time. It's but it's only been a year, and it, but it also does seem like the cardboard classic was not that long ago. Right. So you're right. There's a, this weird little time conundrum. Yeah. Well, again, I say I was with Doctor Mike, and with everything with the vaccines rolling out and all this stuff, he says there's every reason. You know, you keep to be optimistic and sure. Yeah. yeah, we're heading, heading in the, the right, right direction. direction. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Kathy. Re- because Nick bailed at the last minute, weren't you guys left without a car down in spring training? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, we took an Uber. We Ubered. Yeah, normally you're supposed to have a uh, a rental car. Oh my gosh, I forgot I about that morning. Because Clearwater is a very like non cab friendly area. This How could be a conversation we get to the later broadcast? on. <laughs> I don't know. We were... <laughs> I remember stopping for coffee and it being really dark out. And but it was like yesterday, wasn't it, guys? I don't remember. I you do don't not remember? remember at all. Case. I remember around there last time we were there. So, but, but anyway, that was a year ago. Yeah, and we welcome you to today, an actual day, not a year ago. Reminiscing about it, and we do have things that are going on. We have a new word of the week prize, and it is five hundred dollars, just like we gave away last week with T-Mobile and their five G Fridays. So we'll give it away on Friday. Obviously, you need today's letter of the day to move along and create the letter by the time we get to Friday. We also have a guest on the program. Philly's own Jamie Kennedy. Yes. We'll be on. Jamie is always great to talk to, and he's promoting uh, Last Call, and that is coming out on March 19th, so we'll talk to him. All right, we're going to take a break. Come back in a second. Golden Globes were last night, so we'll run down uh, some audio from that and, of course, give to you uh, the big winners of the night and a few other stories that have been collected along the way. A stupid question to give some stuff to you on this Monday morning, starting our work week together. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Did you know you can earn rewards just by shopping at Acme? Download the Acme mobile app and redeem your reward points for discounts on gas at participating Exxon Mobile stations or for free groceries. Plus, get personalized deals and digital coupons that are just for you. Download the Acme app or visit acmemarkets.com to sign up and save. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. And the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's start the week off right. Give something away. We have, for the stupid question, a $50 Disney Store gift card. Disney? And a four-pack of Fandango passes to see uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. Raya and the Last Dragon. So the question that I have for you this morning has to do with 80s television. In the 80s TV show, Punky Brewster. Yeah. What is the title character's dog's name? 
215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know. Fun fact, my oldest cat named after Punky Brewster. Uh, Punky. Punky? Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to find out what the dog's name was on that show, 215-263-WMMR. I'm going to go through some birthdays. Today is Monday, uh, March 1st, and celebrating his 77th birthday today is one of the most powerful lead singers in the world of rock, and that is Roger Daltrey of The Who. Talk about a voice, man. Still, Still can tear it up. There's been a little degradation in the robustness, but most of it's still there. Yep. Uh, And I always loved... The thing I love about The Who is because the the versatility, having a guy like Pete Townsend, who is, you know, the the creative genius of the band. But you got two guys that can sing sing lead. I love bands that have two... Two singers that can take over the front I part. agree. I agree. Like the, the Eagles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's been a few bands along the way that have uh, been able to do that. But The Who, absolutely, positively one of the best to ever do it. You know what? Also, Preston, he exemplified, like, around the Woodstock era, he was a rock god. He, oh, yeah. he had that look, you yeah. know? Just a huge force yeah. uh, as a front man. So happy 77th birthday to Roger Daltrey. It's also Javier Bardem's birthday today. Uh, he is celebrating his 52nd birthday. And he is married to Penelope Cruz. That is absolutely correct. So uh, they're a very happy couple. You know what? I've never seen No Country for Old Men. It is a weird, cool movie. His methodology of executing people is pretty cool. He uses like a pneumatic... Uh, um, like a like a nail gun sort of thing. Okay, and uh, he's quirky. I, th- I think you'd like it. Okay, it's uh, a slow pace. It is very slow. You have to be patient with it, but it's great. It's just not action packed. I yeah. know. I know the scene where he goes into the gas station and the guy asks him, "You know where you headed to?" And then it leads down the path of, "Why is that any business?" <laughs> right. And, yeah. and he, he takes out the coin and everything. And I'm he's like, scary. Wow. He's yeah, very yeah. scary. He's a good yeah. bad guy. Uh, he's 52 today. Catherine Bach, Daisy oh. Duke. Oh, is 67 years old today, and still to this day, uh, a pair of cutoff shorts called Daisy Dukes. Dukes. Yeah, yep. that's all because of her. A lot of people don't realize that. Yep, she that's that was her main wardrobe were those cutoff jeans. That's why I watched that show. Uh, she was gorgeous. Yeah, stunning. Uh, you know, so she turns uh, seven, 67 years old today. She now looks more like Boss Hog. Um, yeah, she has. Uh, yeah. she has thickened up. But that's yes. okay. That's okay. Uh, Harry Belafonte, one of the all-time greats in the world of entertainment. We just had him as a stupid question last week for Black History Month. He was the first guest host on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. First ever. And uh, he's just, you know, I mean, this song song and uh, the... Uh, Deo, which is the uh, that's banana a subtitle. Song? The banana boat, not banana boat. <laughs> yeah, but banana, that's right. Banana, the banana song, banana, banana boat, boat song. song. There banana you go. Boat song? Right. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, I, they're still my favorites, and on my feel good playlist, they got to be on there. So happy ninety fourth wow, birthday, ninety four. Yeah, to Harry Belafonte. Uh, Tim Daly, the actor. Uh, I mainly know him from Wings. Yes. Uh, he was on Private Practice, uh, Practice as well. Do you know what he's in? It's really good. I keep recommending it. Press. I don't know if you ever read the book, but Storm of the Century, the Stephen King story. Yeah. I never have read the book. Yeah. The, the, I think that miniseries is superb. I mean, it's really solid. Uh, it is this storm that's, that's, that's bearing down on this small island uh, town, 
and this character that's sitting in a jail cell is orchestrating all these things okay. that are going around the town. And it, it has one of the coolest endings of a Stephen King story that I can remember. I will have to put that on the list. Happy 65th uh, for uh, Tim Daly. Uh, it's also Ron Howard's birthday today. Sunday, yep. Monday, Richie day. Cunningham, <laughs> Mike Taylor, Opie Cunningham. They were very interchangeable. My uh, wife can't stand happy days, and I watch it every night. <laughs> I put it on while she's doing whatever. But you see, Richie Cunningham, for Christ's sake, he was absolutely. a legend. Uh, and then, of course, is who knew he was going to be the director that he turned out to be? When uh, he directed Night Shift, and uh, he mm-hmm. actually, what was it? Grand Theft Auto was the first movie I remember him directing. Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, it was a um, it was a, a getaway movie. Yeah. He was in it. Okay. Yeah, it was called a lot of car chases. Uh, went on to do things like Apollo 13 and A Beautiful Mind and Frost Nixon. Uh, he's pretty incredible. He's uh, 67 and today. Arrested just... Development, too. I mean, he continues on. He he's, yeah. uh, plays himself on Arrested Development. He's the narrator for Arrested Development. He's great. He just produced that, that documentary that's on with Brian Grazer on Netflix about the hotel. Oh, the, about the Cecil? The Have Cecil? you watched yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's pretty wild. It's up. Yeah. I didn't know he was behind that. Yeah, he's one of the producers. Uh, so happy 67 him. Uh, Dirk Benedict. Yes, he was face on uh, A-Team. Uh, but he was also a Starbuck yeah. from Battlestar Galactica. And he turned I hate to say it, 76 he, today. He's the second best Starbuck. Yeah. Because the one in the reboot, much better. Uh, so happy 76th birthday to him. Uh, Mark Paul Gosser. He was on um, Saved by the Bell, but he was also on a show called Franklin and Bash. Huh. What was that show? show? It's a law show. It's about... Law. That's right. I believe that was the that was the one. <laughs> yes. Franklin and Bash. Franklin and Bash. It's a law show. A law show. Uh, and a short-lived the passage. Uh, Mark Paul Gosler. Yeah, we were we were bummed out that that got canceled. That's a great book, and the series was really really good. And yeah. it was going places, and nope, didn't have enough of an audience, so they killed it. Kill it. So is he on? All right. So you have Blackish, and then there's another show called. It's about is the Gronish. What, what is it called? It's about the. It's the childhood of the mother from Blackish. Okay. Mixedish. Mixedish. <laughs> I think it is. And I believe he is in. He is the that. dad. He okay. is her dad. Okay. Uh, we also have. Oh, it's the Beeb's birthday today. Beeb. Beeb's Justin Beeb. Uh, he is uh, 27 years old today. I saw a, do- well, it was, I don't know if it's a documentary, maybe just an extended YouTube video. He, he saw a a um, a Rolls Royce or a car that he wanted that turned out to be just a concept car that was not meant for the road. So his team of car guys built that car. No. I, I mean, that's how much cash you have wow. is that they said they took that concept and built it for him. <laughs> I uh, was listening to him over the weekend because my son likes him, right? And uh, and he's, you know, Steve, he's grown up, right? He, he's matured. He's totally fly. Yeah, and he's got a song out there called Lonely. Yeah. And uh, you feel for the kid. Of course right? you do. Look what's going on. Because he was on. so low. I swear to God. That's, that's how the song goes. I don't mm. doubt it. So he's really lonely? Yeah, well, not anymore because he finally found his, his lady who understands him. And okay. who's his lady? I don't know, Haley something or other? Isn't it? Yeah. Haley Baldwin. Haley Baldwin, yeah. Haley okay. Baldwin Bieber. Uh, he's 27 today. They're married? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That's you you report on it. How much I care. <laughs> yes. Obviously, it's my mind's like a steel trap. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Uh, Lupita Inyogo, uh 12 years a slave. Fantastic actress. Super talented. Uh, she's 38 years old today. 
Uh, and then the final birthday I will mention is a guy who's been here in our studio before. Uh, IndyCar racer Will Power yeah. uh, is 40 years old today. And he won the Indy in 2018. Super nice guy. Yeah. Uh, it's Australian, right, yeah. Nick? Yeah. Um, he, yeah, we had a really good conversation with him last time he was here. So happy birthday to you, Mr. Will Power. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to the stupid question in the 1980s. Uh, what TV, or I'm sorry, on the 1980s TV show, Punky Brewster, what is the title, characters, dogs, name? And we will go to Cindy. Oh. Hi, Good Cindy. Good morning. Hi. Uh, do me a favor and tell me the name of the dog, please. Brandon. Brandon's right. <laughs> you got you got it, Cindy. Hang on the line. We're gonna get your information. And we're gonna give you a $50 Disney store gift card and a four-pack of Fandango passes to see Walt Disney Animation Studios New Adventure, Raya and the Last Dragon. Uh, the film will be available in theaters and on Disney Plus with premiere access on Friday, by the way. All right, speaking of movies, uh, number one at the box office was Tom and Jerry. Well, there you go. There's a new one. Yep, uh, and it made $13.7 million. Wow. It was followed by, yeah, I know. That's, that's a lot. That's a bigger number yeah. than we're used to hearing. So uh, I passed by a theater complex, I think it's the AMC on 309, and there were cars okay. a lot. Yeah. That's cool. All right, so uh, Crude's New Age was number two, followed by The Little Things, Wonder Woman 1984, The Marksman, um, Judas and the Black Messiah. Then you have Monster Hunter at number seven, followed by Land, Nomad Land, and News of the World wrapping up the top ten. Uh, speaking of Nomad Land, that was a winner last night. The uh, Golden Globes yes. were held, and they did a virtual version of it. And uh, we have some clips to play and some winners to pass along. We do. Uh, we'll start with a little bit of the opening, I guess, or, you know, the uh, the hosting duties. Yeah, Tina Fey was in the Rainbow Room at Rockefeller Center, and Amy Poehler was out in Los Angeles. Right. Was she at the Beverly Hilton, maybe? I think she might have been, yeah. Okay. So we have uh, we have some clips of them together. Uh, let's just uh, any any setup involved. No, here? this is just them. They they acknowledge that there are no celebrities in the audience uh, at both locations. First responders were the invitees. All right here we go. Normally this room is full of celebrities, but tonight our audience on both coasts is made up of smoking hot first responders and essential workers. We are. So grateful for the work that you do and that you're here so that the celebrities can stay safely at home. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> we know that you've seen a lot of crazy stuff at your job this year, but you have not seen the kind of stuff that we've seen at previous Golden Globes. This front table right here usually houses the biggest stars in the world. It's usually like Meryl Streep, just hammered, can't even remember what movie she's there for. <laughs> Brad Pitt's always waving at me like, Amy. Amy, and I'm like, dude, I'm working. It's like, not now. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey just writing her name all over the tablecloth in pen. Quentin Tarantino crawling under the tables, just touching people's feet. The point is, do whatever you want, because they do. Yeah, those bitches are messy. <laughs> yeah, they're messy. <laughs> they did it. So they had it, actually, I have to say this, so there were a number of technical screw-ups, but they had some cool things that they were doing. They were. They had a split screen, split down a line on both sets. Yeah. So it looked like they were literally standing side by side. Of course, they were in different locations. So at one point, uh, and we're showing this the clip here in the studio, Preston. Tina Fey reaches over and then obviously an arm that is not hers right. starts stroking Amy Poehler's hair. That's great. Uh, I will go through some of the now the the list that I have here in the order that they were presented in. 
Um, so I'll, I'll roll them out in that uh, in that order, if you don't mind. Then we'll play some clips for the the yeah. acceptance speeches that are that uh, go along with these. So uh, they begin. They always get you with a good one. Uh, best supporting actor in a film, and that was uh, uh, Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah. I had no idea he was British until his acceptance speech. Now, like, <laughs> and he had they had audio issues like right off the bat. Right off we the we bat. do have that if you yeah. want to play that clip. Yeah, yeah. Let's hear how that went. And the Golden Globe goes to. Daniel Kaluuya, Judas and the Black Messiah. I wish I could hear. <laughs> so he couldn't hear them? As you can see, we him, unfortunately no. have a bad connection. We couldn't hear him either. <laughs> he did me die. He did me die. He did me die. He did me die. Am I on? Is this on? Is this on? What was he saying there? That I couldn't understand. You did me dirty. You did me dirty. You did me dirty. Like you're doing me dirty. Yeah. You did me dirty. Yeah. Hang on, I'm gonna see. Dirty right. connection. He did me die. He did me die. He did me die. He did me die. Am I on? Is this on? Is this on? All right, cool. Can you hear me now? All right, cool. I'm on. We got this. We got this. All right, so I guess then he got to. So say his thank yous. Imagine the technical issue here of, of what they're attempting to do. They have all of the nominees in various locations. You know, there were just yeah. a scant few celebrities were actually on premises of the two locations. So they had them all. When they won, they would have to go live with their particular mic and then occasionally kill the other mics and then forget mm-hmm. to kill the other mics. And then you'd hear other people going, oh, this is great. Oh, this right. is so happy for it would happen. You're just juggling all this audio. Yeah. Everybody's got to be doing their part. Their part. As well. And right. I'm sure that everybody's messing up. Or Th- some people were, are messing yeah. up. So. For the most part, though, all things considered, it, it moved along. Yeah. Uh, best performance by an actor in a television supporting role went to John Boyega for Small Acts. Best performance by an actress in a television series went to Catherine O'Hara for S's Creek. Yeah, yeah. I say that now. It's funny. Oh, so let me ask you about that. Was her, So she was next to her husband. Was he playing music? Yes, to get her. Okay. He was playing wrap up music as a joke. Okay, because uh, she was doing her acceptance speech, and then he had his phone, and right. he started playing some stuff. It was kind of their their joke. Uh, best motion picture animated went to Soul, a great movie. That's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, best performance by an actress in a television series drama went to Emma Corrin of The Crown, and we have a clip of that. She plays Lady Diana. Yeah. in that particular uh, show. Here we go. Thank you, and most of all, thank you so much to Diana. You have taught me compassion and empathy beyond any measure that I could ever imagine, and um, on behalf of everyone who remembers you so fondly and passionately in our hearts, thank you. A couple uh, she, of wins for the crown last night. Which yeah, really too. Yeah, yeah. She did, uh, and she was great uh, in that, uh, and will be in the next season too, I assume. Uh, let's see. Then you had best performance by an actor in a television series, musical, or comedy, and that went to Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso, which is a show that Casey turned me on to. He's been going on and on about it. I'm four episodes in. It's fantastic. He's yeah. he's great. Uh, So here is his uh, thank you. I kind of reject the premise of being the best actor because in my humble opinion, the best actor is the person you're acting with. So I want to I want to give this a shout out to all the people I get to act with on this show because they're uh, incredible. Uh, And give it back. (laughs) And you said, Casey, that uh, it was Don Cheadle was giving him the wrap up. Yeah. So what you didn't hear in that was the first uh, minute of his acceptance speech, which sounded like I mean, he he had no he he was stammering. I think he thought no way he's going to win. Well, I thought, listen, I wanted him to win because it's uh, my favorite show. 
But I thought Eugene Levy was going to win. Yeah. You know, and right. he probably thought the same exact thing. And so when he when he actually won, he was like, oh, shoot, I don't. Yeah. I don't know what to say here. It was funny because everyone else was sort of done up. Some people were wearing tuxes and so on and so forth. <laughs> he was wearing like a, a hoodie. Yeah. And unshaven. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, well, good for him. It's yeah. it's a sweet show. It's got a really great heart to it. So, um, I'm happy for him. Best television series, musical, or comedy went to S's Creek. So yeah. There you go. That, have that... you watched that yet? I have not. Okay. I So, I watched the first season and then I, I, I said, okay, this isn't, uh, this isn't working for me. And then I vis- revisited the show later on then you got and it. binge the whole thing. Okay. It is a great show. I think you'd really enjoy it. Uh, best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy went to Rosamund Pike for I Care A Lot. You were just talking about this. You loved her performance. She's, yeah. Yeah. Like it's psycho, right? Yeah. she's She is a shark. That's the yeah. only word I have for it. And I and she's just a great actress, man. It's it's a pretty, it's it's a good movie. It's worth watching. It's pretty intense. Did you see the angle that they had on her? It was kind of weird. I missed it. Her, no. So her camera's pointed up and she was wearing like a very flowing, it, it looked like she was sitting in a, like a red cake. Um, but it was really, yeah, yeah. right. It looked yeah. kind of weird. Uh, but, um, yeah, she was, I think she didn't think she was going to win either. She was completely blown away. Uh, best performance by an actor in a television series drama that went to Josh O'Connor for the crown. Yes. Uh, he plays, uh, Prince Charles on that show. Then you had uh, best television series drama that went to the crown. So they won uh, the big award that they were up for. Performance, best performance by an actress in a supporting role in any motion picture, went to Jodie Foster for the Martanian. You've been talking uh, about this for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, we're giving away passes for that for two weeks. It's that goddamn movie. It. It's not out yet. Uh, right, so it had to have screened somewhere for I it guess. to qualify. I think maybe in limited screens on in some places, and then it hits Amazon Prime next month. The rule is, Nick, it has to show, uh, Jason Sudeikis has to have okay. seen it. Okay. Well, I mean, to be eligible. We've been promoting, about, uh, promoting it and talking about it for a while, and so I wanted to see it, and uh, I couldn't see it. Uh, also, best performance by an actress in a television supporting role went to uh, Gillian Anderson for The Crown. She plays uh, Margaret Thatcher in that, and she's great. Uh, best performance by an actress in limited series, anthology series, or motion picture made for television. <laughs> that went to Anya Taylor-Joy for The Queen's Gambit. Uh, which was great. She looked phenomenal. And that huge, long category, it also won for best series as well. Queen's Gambit did, too. There was a joke made She's at some, some point because they have these multiple in, in a in a variety comedy uh, and I think Tina Fey or somebody at some point made it, made a joke like, I can't wait to see who wins so we know what it actually is. Yeah. <laughs> wow, so th- this is, uh, Nick, that's what she was wearing in yeah. that, uh, this green, yeah, you know, it's really funny. very <laughs> revealing outfit, for, or at least the chest is very revealing. So to contrast what she was wearing, what Rosamund Pike was wearing, and what Jason Sudeikis was wearing, <laughs> you know, and like, imagine if she showed up wearing what Sudeikis wore, you know, and, and there'd be... People would be upset. Wow, she looks stunning. Yeah, she does. She was here in her studio, and I remember being a little bit nervous about that interview because she can she can play some really moody characters. Yeah. I thought she was going to be this kind of you know really in depth actress and very sweet. She was a sweetheart. She was unbelievably yeah. cool. Uh, you know, and uh, Night uh, Shyamalan, M Night Shyamalan, yeah. leading up to this was saying, "I doubt she's going to be returning my calls now. Now she's a Golden Globe winner." Man, oh man. Uh, best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama went to Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and very emotional acceptance speech by his uh, his wife. Uh, so we have a clip of that to play. Here we go. He would thank God. He would thank his parents. He would thank his ancestors for their guidance and their sacrifices. 
And I don't have his words. But we have to take all the moments to celebrate those we love. So thank you, HFPA, for this opportunity to do exactly that. And hun, you keep them coming. Thank you. Wow. They cut to a shot of Renee Zellweger, and she was just losing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. By the way, and, uh, you know, outfits are part of the Golden Gloves, what, yes. what people wear, obviously. Like we're Jason Sudeikis. Anya Taylor-Joyce. <laughs> but she, uh, his his wife was wearing something that looked like it was like out of Star Wars or something like or that. Or Wakandian. Royal. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, really cool looking outfit. Yeah. Uh, so we also had uh, Best Director Motion Picture. That went to Chloe Zhao for Nomad Land. Has anybody seen that yet? Uh, Nick Murphy did. He was raving about it. I, I want to see that. Yeah. Um, then you have uh, Best Motion Picture Musical or Comedy. That went to the Borat film. And the per- Best uh, Performance by an Actor also went to Sasha Baron Cohen for that. Best Performance by an Actress in a Motion Picture Drama went to Andra Day for The United States versus Billie Holiday. And overall best motion picture drama went to Nomad Land. So there you go. That's our first foray Boom. into a very strange uh, awards year. It was. You know what 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 was one of the weirder things, Preston? At certain points when they were going into a commercial and they had the nominees, they'd put the nominees up and they'd bring up their microphones so so that they could sort of oh. like talk and like and there was did you see case? I don't know, because there was a point where Pacino was up for something and they were all, Hi Mr. Pacino. I'm a big fan of yours, and, and there's this cross no. talk. It's not. No one was overseeing it. It was just like you were listening in on, on a Zoom call. Wait, so the, the cross talk was between the fellow nominees? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Into, yeah, so they did that a couple times. If they ever do well, this again, they should not do that again. Yeah, that's well, kind of weird, right? It's very weird. Yeah. And I'm like, is something supposed to be happening? What was great, though, is when, because when Soul won for best, uh, I think it was best um, animated, yeah. Um, yeah. who do you call it? Tracy Morgan pronounced it as Saul, right? He goes, and the winner is, and he goes, Saul. And then there was no reaction because there was no movie yeah, called Saul. Saw, yeah. right. And then he he realized that he had made the mistake, and then they had cut to the, uh, oh, it was for best um, original song. But either way, the... Uh, the actors, it was it was Sudeikis, it, it was the, the people that were up for the next award. Right. They were having a ball with it. They were cracking up. Don <laughs> Cheadle was making fun of them, and it was it was really, really I think yeah. Pacino didn't realize that the, he was still on the Zoom call because he was standing in the doorway pleasuring himself. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, no, you How don't awkward. do that. Oh, it's just so good. Right. Well, I didn't, I didn't see that clip. Really. Oh, but I did see oh, it. <laughs> I saw a clip. Oh, of oh, I'm going <laughs> to shout. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> 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 oh my god. Splat. All over my walls and when my children play with their toys. <laughs> <laughs> You're expecting something like that. There are a few oh. people who clearly were not quite up to speed on the tech. I'm gonna shoot over here! <laughs> <laughs> That was good. Oh, man. Right after that. <laughs> yes. Sorry, Nick. No, no, no. This is also comedic. He fell asleep. 
What? Did he? Yeah. Was he asleep on camera, Nick? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, don't no. you usually fall asleep yeah. right afterwards? Yeah. Everybody's sleepy, yeah. you know, and uh, you've expanded <laughs> yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so the camera pans across his screen, and uh, listen, his eyes are closed, yeah. and he looks like he might not actually have been asleep, mm-hmm. but he looked like he was sleepy. There was so much fun pleasuring myself. <laughs> oh, no. Poor guy. Uh, I don't feel so good. That's hilarious. I rub one out. <laughs> listen, I, I could see him falling asleep. I mean, listen, this guy's been to how many yeah, award yeah, shows yeah. in his yeah. lifetime, and he's just like, whatever. He's on his couch at they home. Don't, they yeah. don't mean anything anymore. And yeah, when you're sitting on your couch You could at home. forget. You could conceivably yeah. forget and just think you're watching TV and, and drop your... <laughs> I think it's up. more so that he's old and <laughs> well, that too. that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. All right, anyhow, a uh, couple other quick things. I know we spent a lot of time on that. Obviously, most of the uh, entertainment report is going to be that. But there is good news in La La Land, uh, or Gaga Land, I should say. Lady Gaga's missing French Bulldogs were returned unharmed. Uh, the animals were snatched, and their walker, Ryan Fisher, was shot in the chest Wednesday trying to protect them. Uh, a on A woman who said she found the dogs, brought them to a Los Angeles Police Department on Friday evening. Hours earlier, Lady Gaga had tweeted, uh, My beloved dogs, uh, Koji and Gustav, were taken in Hollywood two nights ago. My heart is sick, and I am praying my family uh, will be whole again. With an act of kindness, I will pay, she had said, half a million dollars for their safe return. Uh, She had said, if you bought or found them unknowingly, the reward is the same. Uh, I continue to love you, Ryan Fisher. You risked your life to fight for our family. You're forever a hero. So uh, French bulldogs are adorable. And yeah. These, these, the, and and so uh, I was watching. I was telling Casey this, uh, Preston, an interview with an FBI agent who who said it was like a double edged sword. It's obviously a pet owner wants to get their beloved animals back. She said, in this case, they believed that she was targeted. Her, they knew that these were her dogs. And that the offer of half a million dollars incentivizes other, perhaps, people to go after this. But it's hard to tell a pet owner, hey, you got your pet back and you're happy. You got what you you, you wanted, you know, and it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird thing. But apparently, uh, they're on the lookout for this. This is something that, that they believe is going to happen more. It has already happened. Oh, you mean because they, they wait, they put that offer out there? that You put a half it, a million dollar offer be... and you'll go, there's money to be had right, here if you right. clip a dog. But listen, for I, I understand it. She doesn't have any children. These are her kids. And that's what the FBI agent was saying. I said, and... I'm not going to say, no, don't do that. You you know, but She was catching some crap for putting that offer out there because people, I had seen some stories saying that she was shunting this guy who was shot. I don't believe that for a second. No, no. I don't believe that for a second. I think she caught a lot of crap for, I mean... The, she for, gave him a for treat. For no particular reason. No, but I mean, listen, the guy was shot. He was taken to the hospital. He's being taken care of. Her priority now is getting her, quote-unquote, kids back. Yeah, yeah. And so, therefore, you know, putting that reward out there. And obviously, the police are going to do their job to try and find this person that went and shot this individual. Yeah. So, the dogs were just randomly left then afterwards? I, yeah, I think that's the case. So, this woman just found them. Uh, no arrest had been made in the connection. Um, she was in Rome when this happened. Her staff now have the dogs. Um, and uh, she had said that, uh, this is in a statement, his family had said uh, that the guy who was shot, Ryan, is receiving extraordinary care in the hospital right now. <laughs> <clears throat> and his doctors expect him to make a full recovery. Uh, we can't possibly say enough to say uh, an, enough to thank all the responders, nurses, and doctors 
who have worked so tirelessly to care for Ryan. So, the FBI so far, agent, good news. They're going to have to find the people that shot him, though. The FBI agent did suggest that it would be better, perhaps, for celebrities instead of dogs to have gorillas. As oh. they're less likely to be... Less yeah. likely to be yeah, kidnapped, kidnapped, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I would think so. So, maybe that'll be the next big trend in celebrity <laughs> pet ownership. Gaga's gorillas. Gaga's gorillas. I love it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, this was This is nice. Uh, Jonah Hill was photographed shirtless while surfing, and he responded to a Daily Mail article on the piece. He wrote, I don't think I ever took my shirt off in a pool until I was in my mid-30s, even in front of my family and friends. Probably would have happened sooner if my childhood insecurities weren't exacerbated by years of public mockery about my body by press and interviews. So the idea that the media tries to play me by stalking me while surfing and printing photos like this and it can't phase me anymore is dope. I'm 37 and I finally love and accept myself. There you go. So good for him. He's in a good place. Uh, speaking of being in a good place, we haven't heard anything about Eliza Dushku in a while. I, I had actually just mentioned her a, a little while ago, Preston, uh, on the Joss Whedon stuff. Right. But, yeah. I mean, we haven't heard anything about her in a while. Okay. But she's expecting her second child. Oh, so that's good news there with her husband, uh, Peter Bendigian, I think is how you say his last name. Uh, she shared the news on social media. Uh, they married in 2018. They welcomed their son, Philip, in 2019. So... Good for her. Is she responsible for, in the top 10, 20 seconds of greatest film ever? Oh, man. uh, The new guy? Yeah. Where she is trying on the different outfits? Yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorites. It's a great one. That and, um, uh, what was the... the, Bring it on? No, 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 no. It's not her. Uh, The the Adam Sandler movie where he's the kid. Oh, 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 uh, uh, that's my boy. That's my boy. Yes, that's another one. It's another. Yeah, it's good. So... Why aren't there any awards for that? uh, After splitting from Kristen Cavallari... After 10 years together, sources tell E.T. Uh, that Jay Cutler is on the celeb dating app called Raya. This is in. Jay Cutler's on the dating app Soraya. Soraya. Uh, Raya. No. <laughs> it's for people looking for other people with skin conditions. Oh. <laughs> That's cool. Let's meet for some drinks and chafe together. <laughs> Let's flake together. <laughs> Yeah. And then I am on a site for people with vitiligo. Oh, let's flake together. Yeah. No, I think it's like one that you have to be accepted. Into. Raya, is, yeah. it, yes. is it one of these where you you need like some you sort have of to no- be somebody? Yeah, like She's right. What, okay. what, yes, in fact, it it is the celebrity notoriety. Raya. I don't know. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it. Maybe it's Raya. R A Y A. Uh, but who his, really cares? His profile uh, on Rhea says, uh, let's see here. He is just for, he's here just for friends. Yeah, right. Yeah, whatever, man. Friends will touch your genitals. You can diddle. Who gets to uh, decide whether or not you're a celebrity worthy enough to be on this website? I think they have actually a vetting committee. Really? Yeah, I believe that's the way it goes. And you, uh, they will determine... Think of it as uh, there's like a Steve Rubell standing in front of Studio 54, <laughs> right. and they uh, they decide whether you're appropriate for this website. I can see that though if it's if it's vetted, you know, and you're you're looking to do it. 
By the way, speaking of the the Studio 54 type of thing, Steve, with somebody waiting out front, we were watching, we're going to have Jamie Kennedy on later this morning, and uh, the movie he's promoting is called Last Call, and it takes place here in Philadelphia. Yes, it does. Take place in a, in a fictional Delaware County town, I guess. Yeah, they call it Darby Heights. And there, they, he's somebody's going up to a bar, and there's a guy standing out in front, and he goes, we have a three-stain here rule. If you have more than three stains on your shirt, you can't come in. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. All right, one last story. Uh, Ocean's Eleven alums and longtime pals George Clooney and Julia Roberts are going to team up once, team up once again in a rom-com. It is called Ticket to Paradise. It has a divorced couple heading to Bali to stop their daughter's marriage. So <sighs> those two back together again. I do. You know, though, I have to say, I watched for the first time in a long time over the weekend um, A Pretty Woman. Yes. And Preston, I don't know if it had anything to do with the fact that I was in my personal spa, my little... Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> spa. <laughs> Your, your personal in my uh, little enclosure. Yeah. I was sitting on my sauna. stool sauna. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. But uh, it was wonderful. Uh, yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. And Richard Gere and that whole thing. Uh, it's just wonderful. And yeah. I, I I couldn't tell whether it was actual tears or beads of sweat running down my cheeks. But <laughs> yes, uh, she she's good in that. She's stuff. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's perfect. For I've never comes. seen it. I know you haven't. It's, Case, um, I'd forgotten huge parts of it, yeah. and I saw it years. I'd only seen it once, maybe. Yeah. And this is my, you know, right, maybe I, it'll, I'll take her for a spin. Yeah, I've seen it a, a gazillion times. Okay, it's a cute movie. It's it's worth checking out. All right, so we're ready for clips. In chaos, walking, a mysterious girl crash lands on a planet where all of the women have disappeared, and the men are afflicted by the noise, huh. which is a force that puts all of their thoughts on display. In this clip, Daisy Ridley ponders the concept of hearing people's thoughts. I don't know that my thoughts would be that like. <laughs> wow, was yeah. that squeaky? Go back. I don't know that my thoughts would be that <laughs> like. I think they'd be pretty dull, to be honest. But I would care more about like I don't want to see other people's thoughts. I just don't want to. It's like I'm good. We're all good. Being quiet, we can choose what to talk about. We can choose what we say. Um, spontaneous noise, I think, would be nightmarish. I like big balls. <laughs> Chaos Walking premieres in theaters on Friday. Here is the next clip for you. Oh, what's amazing? No, nope. hit the wrong button. Damn it! All right, Eddie Murphy uh, brings Akeem King Akeem Joffer back to the big screen. And search for his long-lost son in the long-awaited sequel, Coming to America. And in this clip, Eddie talks returning to the role again after so many years. What's amazing is that uh, usually sequels come, like, right after the movie. I don't know if there's been a case where the sequel came 33 years later. Uh, you know, that movie is uh, came kind of like a cult movie, and it's, it's on TV all the time. I see it all the time, and it's... Uh, it's around, so it was easy to get reconnect with the character. Hey, it's Kunta Kinte! I'm excited. Comes out on Friday. Do you uh, know? Amazon Prime Video. I remember, actually, the first time I saw it, I thought it was okay. Yeah. And it was on subsequent viewings that I, I really came to love different aspects of it, and then it... And now I, just, I love it. I've had several movies like that, but this one I liked yeah. right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just, it's, it stands the test of time. So uh, Amazon Prime Video, it's out on Friday. There you go. That's what we have in the entertainment report for you. Let's take a break. Come back in a moment. Like I said earlier, Jamie Kennedy will be joining us. Uh, that'll be as we get a little bit closer to 9 o'clock. So stay put. We'll be back in just a moment. What's new? Glad you asked. Rob Zombie. 
Papa Roach. This is the start of the Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen. New music, more of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. Yeah, I think I got, a, I got an email about traffic. Really? Yeah, somebody says University Avenue is closed just before the 34th Street Bridge uh, by the Schuylkill. Mm. Yeah, that's the so that's okay. why the Schuylkill's all jammed I, up that way, which it normally go. isn't. Kathy, I just got a, a carrier pigeon just flew through the window, and then there's, he had a little thing that says there's traffic on 476. <laughs> hey, we'll take the information yeah. any way we can yeah. get it, so <laughs> thank you. Um, so, di- I did not watch uh, the Golden Globes last night. You kind of skimmed it, right, Steve? I skimmed it, yeah. Okay, because... Apparently, there was a uh, commercial that was supposed to run last night, and I don't know if it did or not because I saw the story in advance of that, but it was thought to be the first to show a new mom's lactating breasts. I did not see that. Did you see a case? I caught it at the very, very end when the product was on the TV. Was that where the woman, she's like spraying against the... the, uh, (laughs) You thought it was a car wash? Yeah. Uh, Frida Mom's stream of lactation advert. Okay. Is part of its new Spray It Forward campaign. Wow. Uh, which aims to raise awareness around the reality of being a new mother. And it's a very natural thing. Do you, Absolutely. I think some, I know some people are, um, I don't know, grossed out, I guess. I, to me, it seems like a very natural thing. Uh, listen, the only reason I might be grossed out about it is if I actually thought about drinking mother's milk myself, because I, th- I thought it was <laughs> disgusting when we did that. To me, it tasted like 1%. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, there's still a stigma for some reason, yeah. especially publicly doing it. But hey, I last mean, night we watched Al Pacino pleasure himself live on TV. I think that helps sen- yeah. desensitize us. I think that set the groundwork for, for the commercial. It is funny to see how uh, loose... YouTube has become with their restrictions because uh, initially you couldn't post a lot of things on YouTube, and now you can post almost anything. Dude, that's I, a maternal. That's a. That's not. Yeah, that's but not, not Steve. Like they I know, got I know. a lot okay. of stuff on there. So a perfect example that you brought this up, Nick. I couldn't believe it. I I was searching. Um, what was I doing? Oh yeah, because on Ted Lasso. Yeah. There's a character that's from Game of Thrones, and it, it Casey had mentioned to me who this person was, and I was like, man, I wonder if she's the woman that's saying shame, you know, in that scene, right, right, yeah. right, yeah. the walk of shame. Yeah. So I went into YouTube and I type in Game of Thrones Walk of Shame. Well, uh, Lena Headley's character walks completely naked in that scene. Right. On YouTube, that scene, full frontal nudity. And I was like, yeah, there you go. Shame. So that's the first time Shame. that I've seen, and it was on Shame. YouTube. There was a little box I had to click because it said, and I didn't think it was, I thought it was going to be like blurred. Or right, something like that, right. But it was saying that it, the, the material might be, you know, offensive or whatever. Shame. No way. And I click on it and it was a YouTube video. She's fully naked huh. walking through the street. So I was very surprised. You can watch full waxing videos. You can watch women giving birth. You can watch uh, uh, oral tutorials. What? I'm, I'm telling you, man. They, on actual on members or on like pieces they, of... Produce. They do it in a really clinical way, Casey, but um, it's... They use doctors' penises. When you said members, I thought... <laughs> when you said members, I thought you meant uh, paying uh, yeah. for a membership. No, no, I'm a, I'm a card-carrying <laughs> member. Well, then it's worth it. Yeah, I pay the nine ninety five so I can see the full-blown Hummer. It's a, it's a fine line between porn and these instructional videos because it's not porn. Well, also... But it's, it's yeah. graphic in nature, and it shows everything. Nikki, also the, the fact that they're they're so like when you just posted innocuous. I think it was a video of you with your 
child oh, bath, my son was, bathing. My son was, was taking you? a bath. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he was and, saying he was uh, he was like four years old. Yeah. He was farting in the bathtub, and he was uh, uh, when he when he farted one time. He said, "This is for you, Kathy." It was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and so I posted that, and I got in trouble with YouTube for posting my son's naked bottom right. on on YouTube. But now lactation s- videos are totally fine. I know. I don't know. I don't know how to how you set the guidelines. Me I know either. that they're obviously attempting to well, stop. Freaks from checking out. I don't know. Kids, you got to have a hard line on. Yeah. Yeah. I, under- I, I understand that. I but I, I want to go back to this um, instructional videos. Are Is it done on actual human beings? Yes. Yeah, I mean. And, Show uh, me. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, so no, straight- show on me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I want to um, learn. Show me what you learned. <laughs> well, well, going back to this, this commercial, uh, according to the company, uh, they said uh, we're lifting the veil on the challenges uh, new moms and their breast face as uh, they do it yourself their way through lactation woes from massaging out clogged ducts uh, with an electric toothbrush to slowing the flow with cabbage leaves. Enough is enough. It's time to care for your breast, not just your baby. Uh, the advert shows mothers dealing with raw nipples, struggling to get their baby to latch, and worrying about being a bad mom for stopping breastfeeding. Uh, it's been launched alongside a line of products designed to improve the postpartum breast care experience for women, regardless of whether nursing, pumping, weaning, or not breastfeeding at all. That's uh, the, the information that they pass. They're, 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 and it's weird because there's, there's very militant camps on all sides of this, you know, with, with uh, whether you use formula or things of that nature. It's something yeah, that yeah, yeah. I just tap out because mm. I have, uh, uh, I, you know, I, I mean, I, for a brief period, I breastfed my cats, but yeah. that, was, that was it. Um, I made the decision. Yeah, Rochelle had to stop. Uh, she, for some reason, yeah. couldn't produce, which is hard to believe, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, the ultimate yeah. irony. So we had to use uh, formula. But, yeah, there are very strong opinions on both sides of that. Nick has pulled up on YouTube loads of straight-up uh, hardcore uh, videos. But it's it's a really interesting <clears throat> fine line that uh, I would not qualify Nick, these as porn. Scroll down so Steve can see. Dude, I saw, hang on, we saw a girl, <clears throat> keep going down. Yeah, we saw one. a girl riding another dude. That is what porn. The hell? That's porn. How yeah. is that? A, how does that clear? But it's <laughs> it's technically a tutorial. Uh, That's on our website. What's the girl laying next to her doing? She's asleep. She's learning. Is she learning? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I we're mean, watching straight up, full on. Oh, I thought was, I oh, thought no, there was no. a. That's a classroom case. Oh, that's a classroom. I thought that was a jackhammer video. (laughs) I mean, there's nude yoga. There's and yeah, I was surprised, but all of this seems to have been a relatively recent development. Has to be, Uh, and uh, within the last year or two. But yeah, it just does not seem like that. I think the lines really have disappeared. Do you think they're feeling the heat from other competitive? Um, Hold services? On. Turn the porn off, dude. <laughs> what? This is so. not porn! This is instructional. This is educational. Whatever. You sully it. You <laughs> sully it by calling I'm, it porn. You're I'm making it dirty. It. You're making it It's dirty. not that I don't like it. <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, going back to the topic at hand, this this uh, lactation video, it's a full-on, it's naked breasts without yep. really any qualms. Is yeah. that what was on TV last night? Correct. I think the issue was that John Madden oh. was the announcer. Marissa's saying no. She's got her hands up. Okay. Marissa? The only reason I say it, I did see the commercial air live. Um, the one on YouTube is an extended cut, so it's like uh, There you seconds. go. The one that was uh, on TV last night did not have any nipples, but it was definitely eye-catching. You um, showed, uh, like it showed a baby suckling, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like a woman like literally pulling like a cabbage leaf like out of her maternity bra. It was, okay. it was funny. It was very cute, and I think it was very well done. I keep okay. produce in my bra as well. 
No, they were saying that's part of uh, the the cabbage thing is uh, part of helping to uh, the clogged ducts and the flow and stuff. That's what it says here. So, yeah, yeah, slowing the flow with cabbage leaves is what it says. Hang on. Uh, Mike saw this last night. Hey, Mike, good morning. Mike, are you there? Oh, okay. Mike's not there. Mike apparently was shocked by the ad. Huh. Uh, But uh, he's so shocked he can't speak, I guess. Nothing wrong with this. Wait, hang on. Let's see... I've got uh, the buttons pushed. Mikey, there? No, he's not. No, oh, he's wait, not that's, that says Lunt. Well, yeah. That says Lunt. <laughs> this says line one. Yeah, you're right. All right, I don't know. All right, um, well, he was shocked. Yeah, he was well, he's shocked. He's gone. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, yes, they said a 30-second version of the advert was set to be shown last night during the Golden Globes, which is what they had. So, yes, the one on YouTube is the expanded one. So tonight is the Nancy Glass <clears throat> oral sex tutorial commercial. But well, the one the one that ran, that ran last night comes after ABC had banned a previous Frida advert showing a new mom going to the bathroom uh, from airing in, during the 2020 Oscars due to it being too graphic with partial nudity. Hmm. Who's Frida? Mm, Frida it's organization. Is, it's called Frida's Frida Mom. She's okay. my secretary. Casey. Thank you, <laughs> Nick. Thank you. And who are you? Frida's boss. Frida's boss. <laughs> from Fletch. For those who are not familiar, it's also funny. Uh, not to go on this sure. rant, but the, the, on the Golden Globes, they can refer to it as Ships Creek, and the, I know. Word and our lawyers here at Beasley Entertainment say that we're not allowed to. So, I, I, who knows where the lines are? Do you anymore. know? I saw I saw a report on uh, ABC National News this morning, and they were reporting on this, and they said they couldn't say the no name. No kidding. Either. So it's maybe it's morning time. Who knows? I don't. I don't know. Yet we're allowed to show oral sex on the radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. you just see that? Yeah. yeah. We we were showing graphic oral sex we on the sure radio. Were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean. Heavy-duty stuff. Well, so, listen, we can say it. The problem is somebody listening might not Uh be okay with that. Yeah. I would say, I would venture to say that a a large percentage of the people, if we were to say the actual name of the show, wouldn't give two ships, right? (laughs) That's right. Right? Right? Yeah. But you only have to worry about one person. That's very very true. You have to worry about one person out there. Remember, it's minority rule. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, So, anyhow, if you caught that (laughs) last night, that was a, a first time ever, I believe, so... Frida. Uh, Frida. Is it Frida Mom. Do you remember years ago they canceled that? It was Wilfred Brimley's anal bleaching commercial. I remember. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. That. Was, was that popular? <laughs> no. <laughs> nice spick and span down there. I like it to be shiny. He used his testing supplies. <laughs> Do you remember those commercials? I get yeah. my testing supplies in the mail. They're commercials for catheters. You see those commercials? Yes. I had them shipped right to the home. All right. So I've seen a new ad on uh, social media for this erectile dysfunction. We, oh, the one that delivers to your home? It's like a... It, it's You put it on your unit. No. Well, Have you no. seen this thing? No. It, it looks I, like, what, are you it, taping a pencil to your looks, dong? No, dude, not a pencil. It looks like a, almost like this horseshoe-shaped thing that what? comes almost to a close at the end. I have not really watched the commercial, but it appears to be like a C ring that you put on. When you said that, that's what I was thinking, right? Yeah, so that the, the way the way like a the way strippers at uh, like Chippendales will puff themselves up with right, and then yeah. and, and then, then tie it off it essentially. Off. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's what this is. If anybody, Wilford Brimley, brother, <laughs> Wilford Brimley C ring. <laughs> No matter what size the good Lord gave you, the C-ring is adaptable. If anybody... If you order right now, we'll throw in a bamboo steamer. If anyone has seen this and has watched the ad and wants to comment uh, or bring me up to speed on that, please. 
Give us a call, 215-263-WMMR, because... Did you hear the cherry died? <laughs> I'm so sorry. What happened? He was trying some sort of new C-ring, and he hemorrhaged. Um, it, uh, Nick is pulling is up... Is this it? Here. No, that's not it. No. That looks... That looks like one of those things you throw against a wall and crawls down. <laughs> what do they call those things? Uh, oh, what, the creepy crawlies? Creepy crawlies? Wall, wall crawl? It's got little... Wally crawlies? It's, it's Steve, it looks like... It's got Is that French, a C-ring for French that? French ticklers on it. In case you're banging against the wall? Uh, no, it was, it was really weird. I'm I not, don't doubt it. I've seen I'm a lot like, of... Why are you targeting me with this? Why is this advertising heading to me? <laughs> What's well, that all about? Well, it's like when you start, when you're when your mail from the local like funeral oh. parlors and cemeteries is addressed to you by name. Here it is, Nick. Uh, Eddie. Eddie. Ed has become Eddie. Uh, oh, hey, I get it. Meet yeah. Eddie, the wearable device aiming to optimize. Uh, yeah. Uh, your situation. So, see what wow. I mean? That it's shaped kind of like a, uh, a horseshoe? Yeah. Uh, and I guess you're I'd like to play to, horseshoes with that. I guess you're supposed to get yourself uh, excited and then strap that thing on. I have no idea. So, you're basically, you're tying off so that you're... That's what it seems like to me, Steve. Does it, that, what that's it what a, a C-ring's purpose is. Does it, um... It's not to get engaged. Uh, here you go. I'll, I'll read the, I'll read the, uh, the information. Eddie is the first of its kind wearable FDA class 2 erectile dysfunction device. Manufacturer Giddy maintains that its unique uh, ergonomic design <laughs> improves upon uh, current devices by working with the natural physiology of uh, a unit where... <laughs> I have to, it's so you funny. have to paraphrase. It's so funny I can't I say erection. Yeah. Uh, where rings <laughs> and constriction devices can actually work against it. I swear by it, says B. Arthur. Um, it says here, Chloe Kent takes a closer look at how Eddie works oh and God. asks if it's truly an improvement upon the market's current state of affairs. Preston, $298 what? for a two-pack on Amazon. <laughs> what? Seriously. <laughs> no. Look, $298 for a two-pack. Hmm. Um, two-pack. <laughs> Maybe they should get into it. Yeah. Uh, how do they charge you so much? Eddie money? by Giddy. Yeah. Device Wait. for dysfunction proven effective. No pills. Comfortable design. Medical grade construction. Well, you need that. All right. So. Is it, um, all right, hang on. You have to nail it on. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Is it a one time use only or, or. That's what I don't know. No. It's 298 bucks. There's no way, dude. Does it say washable <laughs> anymore? That's, no, that has to be if, if you've, uh, yeah, if. <laughs> To, yeah, multiple right. use. That's the kind of thing you can go have. She's on Nick. <laughs> well, like, you, there are two in the package, Steve. So you could, you know, yeah. just buy one and share. Hey, can I borrow that Eddie for the night with Brian Walsh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anyhow, uh, Jesus, I'd love to continue talking about this, but the Eddie. Uh, let me find something else that we can chat about. Uh, I thought this was uh, kind of interesting. Uh, a one zero, which is a tech publication. Uh, just released a story following a person attempting to demonstrate their possession of supernatural capabilities. Okay. Uh, the story, while creepy and sadly unfulfilling, is a good reminder of the fact that any, if there's anybody out there who is able to reliably teleport, levitate, mind read, predict the future, or summon X-ray vision, they're guaranteed a $250,000 prize. <laughs> so one zero, I guess, has this out there. If you can actually prove that you have some kind of yes. superpowers, right. they're going to give you $250,000. So there's a, there are a number of, of places that have um, offers like this. And still, Amazing Randy had, what, a million-dollar offer? Still, I think in his even after his death, I think it's still standing. Yeah. He kind of pulled a Houdini and wanted that to go on. Right. Uh, Houdini was committed to that. You know, the, he, he his, his whole deal and his wife's deal was debunking 
Yep. These uh, these people. Uh, in the story, one zero follows a man named Gary Arnold who believes that he uh, is able to hear voices coming from what seems to be a sort of electrostatic ether. Uh, this ability, while not exactly X Men caliber, would of course still you mean be, he has a phone. Still be astonishing. Unfortunately, uh, he wasn't able to demonstrate his supernatural ability. <laughs> uh, despite his failure, the contest is still ongoing and has attracted some very interesting entrants. Uh, there's a running list of people who have attempted to prove their otherworldly powers. Uh, and some have been entertaining. One entrant claimed that he could circumvent Newton's laws of motion. And to prove it, he sent a video showing him with the ability to alter the spinning direction of a glass knob without touching it. Uh, the video was so difficult to explain, the organization called in physicists to illuminate what was happening. It turns out slanting a coffee table and rolling glass on glass makes magical things happen. So I watched a documentary about the efforts during the end of World War II and during the Cold War that both sides, the United States and the Soviet Union, were orchestrating to convince the other side that they had made significant gains in telekinetic abilities oh, really? and mind. In other words, it was a full effort mm-hmm. to throw each side off their game and go, oh, look, oh, my God. Uh, b- both sides, anyone really in the know knew that it was crap and propaganda, right. but it was still it was still an effort to convince the other side, hmm. the gains had been made. In fact, you can watch. There's there's documentary footage uh, from the Soviet Union of them doing what looks like you know testing and telekinetic and and mind reading and all this stuff to say we have soldiers capable of this. Right, and yep. we did the same thing. We did the same thing. That's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they would fake these videos and then pawn them off as if That's they were real, real just yeah. to just to get in their head. The, the whole deal, the art of wow. war. Okay, get in your enemy's head. Um, so other entrants have, uh, proved little convincing evidence of exceptional abilities, such as, uh, someone named, uh, Al Perine, who said that he could summon genies, but he couldn't, <laughs> or TR, who said that he could emit static electricity from his hands, creating lightning in the sky and teleport. All right. Um, but this is a shocker. He, how, could, he couldn't do that. How either. about rolling a pencil before you create a genie? Right. Let's yeah, start with just that. Just do that. Let's start small. Uh, so, uh, listen, if you think you've got a power, then, uh, $250,000. Have you ever thought you had a power? No. Have you ever, have you ever? Listen, there was a time though, these two girls that I was friends with in junior high had gotten together and they had convinced me (laughs) that they were witches and (laughs) that they could move things with their minds. I believed them. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They had no. I, what like, were they doing? I, 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 they have no reason to lie to me. They moved Not your the, penis with their just, minds. They told me they could do it, and then when I asked them to do it, they gave me reasons why they couldn't do it right now. Right. And, you know, and so on. And were and they, they were they attractive? No, oh, no. Okay. And it was just a thing. You yeah. Know? Uh, no, they weren't. In fact, they were kind of <laughs> kind of nasty looking. They were, they were witchy. witchy looking. They were witches. Yeah, yeah which is why I believe it. <laughs> yeah. they, Are you going to see you in math? But they could they could read each other's minds. They could uh, uh, tele- telekinetically move small things. Uh, they <laughs> knew. Uh, they they could tell your future, like when you were going to die and stuff like that. And uh, I, I believe I, I believed it. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we all make we all we all have those moments. Uh, I do believe that twins have can have a shared sort of like the uh, was it the uh, the Corsican brothers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that there's some sort of um, supernatural 
for lack of a better term, connection that they can have. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how that manifests, you know, but clearly it's not enough to get this $250,000. Uh, I've always wanted to have superpowers. Does yes. that count? You know? What would be your superpower of choice? This is the oldest question in the book, but I'll give it to you. Uh, oh, and trust me, my oldest son asks me this all the time. Uh, but, I, dude, I don't know. What would he do? I have no idea. Dude, it changes all the time. Really? Okay. And it's and it's variations of combinations of the two, but you know, yeah. or the, if you could have these two powers, and then he'll debate you on why that's not a good idea. And all <laughs> but that's why when you see when you see they come to like they come together, like when you have like the the uh, Justice League or you have the Avengers, and they come together, and you see why each attribute is is cool to have. When I was a kid and in the shower, and shower would water yeah. would run down my body, and yeah. I'd hold out my arm, <laughs> and it would run off of my fingers. I would pretend like it was acid coming out of my fingers. <laughs> wow! And so I would have yeah. been acid, dude. Would yeah. you? <laughs> I assume on command, right? That wouldn't come out while you were pleasuring yourself. I would hope not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Be very oh, painful. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I I don't know. I, I I've always said. Super strength would be, or or uh, invulnerability. Yeah, you know where flight. Well, there are practical ones, and... and then there are fun ones. Yeah. yeah, like flight. Yeah, to to fly. That's I fun. would just do flight. Right, but yeah. like if you want to like control the world. Yeah, probably stopping time. Um, super speed, maybe you could rob a lot of places. Super speed would be good. Yeah, super speed is cool. Uh, Scarlet Witch obviously has. You know, she's got she's got it all. She's got it all going on. Yeah. Um, but that's multiple powers. Multiple powers. Yeah, and I call yeah. no fair on that. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I would go, you got to go flight. I mean, like, dude, you, you go flight or go flight. You don't ever have to buy a plane ticket. I, well, <laughs> yes. Well, it would be very convenient yes. for you if would you say want to travel. For the Absolutely. more frugal superhero. <laughs> but if, but if, if you're How about someone who could skate on railroad tracks? <laughs> if you're interested in living comfortably yeah. uh, or something like that. Or but, you could start a taxi service. Listen, if you fly. Or how about it, yeah. wheel, wheel feet so right. that you could you would have to buy gas for your car. If I could fly, I could then port that over and become... Um, like really well no, no listen i would become what i would do is i would be a uh, wide receiver in the nfl <laughs> and i'd be just throw it 20 feet in the air yeah, and i'll high. catch that right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. case is always open <laughs> just floating you, you did you ever see the, what was the movie um uh it was the 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 the, the three friends and cover uh, they are uh, d- discover a uh, an asteroid or something that's is crashed. It, is that I am four? It's one. It's one word. It begins with a C, and uh, I forget the name of it. But it, it It's it's uh, it's a, a found footage movie. I it's know what you're talking about. No. Um, <laughs> are you sure it begins with a C? It, I believe I'm, I'm almost positive it begins with a C. I don't know that. Uh, yes. Chronicle. Chronicle. There it is. Oh, yep. yeah, yeah. And one of them turns bad. So, yes. So, but uh, they, they all start. It, it, this actually answers that question in a way. What what powers do they have and what do they enjoy the most? Is this a good movie? It, it is a pretty good movie. It's okay. done. It's uh, it's found footage. You'll notice a, a number of stars uh, of, you know, of the future in it. So, uh, right. it was like, well done. I like found footage uh, films. So, interesting. All right. Well, anyhow, why don't you kick that around? What would your uh, what would your superpower be today, Kathy? What would your superpower <sighs> oh, be? God, I don't know. That's not something I think about. Uh, I, I I I think probably. Uh, I I think probably strength. That you know that that yeah. would probably him for Kathy for no, for no, me for, for Kathy oh for yeah, you yeah. okay <laughs> Kathy what well, she's got superpowers doesn't she she never defecates. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> 
That's true. Would I didn't be, think about that. What would your most impractical superpower be? Something like um, you always, being able to psychically move the part in your hair? Always get uh, 50% off. <laughs> she already has that yeah. power, dude. Oh, there yeah, she does. She, oh, the power what? of free shipping? Yeah. Oh God! Yeah, shipping. It's, it's you. You can you can discover activities I think where there just, are none. Climax. I think, uh, yeah. oh, no, God. it's just oh a. God. It's just an ongoing thing with shipping. Uh, I know. I know. Constantly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, we should take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. One of the things uh, that I failed to mention is actually um, Kathy is going to do uh, a procedure on me this morning. Yes. Wait, I'm doing it? I don't know. Yeah, okay, you so, it. I so think here, you need to do it. So here's what it is. It's like a do it. You just it, want a guy doing this. It, no, no, no. It's like a do it yourself. So we can all do it. There's enough in here for all of us. Oh. Uh, to, and the only reason, I, I, I never knew it. that this existed. And then a friend of mine sent me a picture after she pulled all the hairs out of her nose. It's a so, nose yeah. waxing kit. Yeah, we're going to wax our nose hairs. <laughs> I mean, I always thought you're supposed to have the hairs in there because it helps with uh, bacteria and germs and whatever, but I, I don't know. Should... Do you have bad nose hairs? Not real bad, but they every now and then, yes, I will notice. Ah, okay. I have a sharper image, little thingy. Yeah, I do too. He's a little, little trimmer. Yeah. yeah, it's great. But I'm but I'm I'm intrigued by the notion of you want to present. You want to yeah. be able to go mm-hmm. nose capless. Yeah. So it comes with. Well, we'll have to melt the wax. It comes with the applicator, and then you can you can actually stick the applicator up. I think you let it dry for a little bit, and then you <laughs> riff your nose. How many applicators out. in the box? Uh, there's ten. Well, it says ten total uses. I thought that meant there was ten applicators, but I don't know. We'll see when we. Right. Op- I'll open it. All right. All right. Uh, we're gonna take a break though. We're gonna come back in a moment. We'll get into the bizarre file as well. Jamie Kennedy will be on the program too. So stay put. We'll be right back. Get your hands on some awesome merch at MMR's Rock Shop. Get shopping at WMMR.com now. All the merch that rocks. Hey, real quick, a reminder. We're doing something special this weekend on MMR. It's a big 3-0 weekend. And uh, 1991 had some great music out. We are having you vote for the best songs of 1991. Um, oh, that's going to be tough. Yeah, we're going to count down this top 30 at 3 p.m. on Friday, March 5th, this Friday. And it kicks off our big 3-0 weekend. And what you need to do is vote, which you can do now. You can go to WMMR.com. There were there were new mu- there was new music out from, well, I mean, Pearl, 10 came out. In yeah. One from Pearl Jam. U2, Nirvana, Red, and not, you know, Nevermind came out that year. Right. Uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Jeez. Temple of Dog had Temple of Dog. Um, you had R.E.M. without a time. Guns N' Roses had the Use Your Illusion albums. Metallica's quote-unquote Black album was out. Smashing Pumpkins, Gish. There's a L- Green Day. There, there was wow. tons of huge music out in 1991. Uh, so we need you to help us compile the list. And my wife and I were talking uh, about this and about that music. So you're talking about 30 years ago. but And I know this is a bizarre way to, to say it, but I think our music, as we get nostalgic about our music, is is very cool. Like, we'll, we'll, it has retained its coolness better than some other eras. And that's probably just the framing of us and everyone, every generation is going to want to say that. Um, but I think... I think its coolness is transcendent in a way that maybe doo-wop wasn't. Well, I, I agree. And I also think the 1990s, the early 1990s, were a huge transitional period for rock music in particular. Absolutely. Um, it took it took a turn, and it, it 
went into a tapped into a really cool vein yeah. of rock music. So it's going to stand the test of time, which you know, which I think is a really cool thing. And yeah, we happen to be right here for it, which, which is, is super cool. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at this list, and uh, you go to wmr.com and you can vote, but you have to you know pick your top five from that year. Wow, how do you pick five? Exactly. So we're going to put that up to you, uh, and then Friday you'll get to uh, hear the playback, which is pretty cool. All right, we're going to do the Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. <laughs> Brought to you this morning by Natural Lawn of America, safer for your lawn kids and pets. You can schedule their full-service program and get free seeding every year. You call one. You call 800-FREE-SEED. Natural Lawn of America, greener grass, fewer weeds, guaranteed. Uh, we'll start with a local story. How about this? Investigators in Montgomery County are searching for a man who they say accidentally shot himself in the leg inside the King of Prussia Mall. Uh-huh. Oh, what was man. this? This was on Saturday. Police received a call around 6.30 p.m. Saturday about a shooting inside of the Victoria's Secret store on the lower level of the mall. So... Packing heat in the Victoria's Secret shoots himself in the leg. Exactly. Was he adjusting himself? Listen to this. No. So police were told that a man had accidentally shot himself and was last seen running out of the store with a woman. Officers noted a trail of blood from the mall leading to the parking lot. Uh, Officers reviewed the store's surveillance video and determined that the shooting was clearly accidental. According to police, the man appeared to have a gun in his hand inside his jacket pocket. When he suddenly went, when it suddenly went off and shot him in the leg, police said that the man and the woman ran out of the mall and went into a silver Dodge minivan with a front driver's side fender having a different color. No other injuries reported. Anyone with information should call Upper Marion Township Police. Do they think it was a perhaps he was going to rob the place? I'm wondering. I mean, if he's oh, holding wow. the gun why that way, why would he have it in his jacket right. pocket in his hand? Right, right, right. But why would you go to Victor? Why would you got to go pretty deep into the mall to get there. Yeah. It's not a very good plan, but then again, they were driving They're a stupid. van that had uh, various different colored quarter panels sure. on it, so I don't know we what We need a, ve- a vehicle that doesn't stand out. Let's right. get the multicolored van. So I- I'm guessing maybe they were going to rob, but that's... Yeah. I don't know why you'd go there, but anyhow, they're on the lookout for me. If you have information, call the police. A doctor in Sacramento, California, joined a traffic court hearing on Zoom... While performing surgery <gasps> on a patient. Oh, what an idiot. Scott Green was dressed in surgical scrubs in an operating theater when he appeared at his virtual trial on Thursday. When questioned by the judge, Mr. Green said he was happy to go ahead and that he had another surgeon right here who's doing the <laughs> surgery with me. The judge said that it would not be appropriate and he postponed the trial. Uh, is this an audio clip? We, we have, have audio, yeah. yeah. All right, I'll play real quick. Here we go. So unless I'm mistaken, I'm seeing a defendant that's in the middle of an operating room actively engaged in providing services to a patient. Is that correct, Mr. Green? Yes, sir. I do not feel comfortable uh, for the welfare of a patient if you're in the process of operating that I would put on a trial. I have another surgeon right here who's doing the surgery with me, so I can stand oh, here and allow them to do the surgery also. Uh, the Medical Board of California has now said in a statement that it would look into the incident, adding that it expects physicians to follow the standard of care when treating their patients. Do you think it was a, a tactic? A, well, is that it might have been a tactic, but it's also, wouldn't that be a HIPAA violation as well? I mean, what an idiot. What, and what was he on trial for? 
I don't know. I, th- I think um, it was a traffic violation. Yeah, it was traffic. Oh, traffic. Uh, before the Sacramento Superior Idiot. Court hearing, which was live streamed on YouTube, a court clerk asked the plastic surgeon, hello, Mr. Green, hi, are you available for trial? It kind of looks like you're in an operating room. He said, I am, sir, yes. I'm in an operating room right now. I'm available to go to trial. Go right ahead. Uh, clerk told Mr. Green that the hearing was being live streamed online because traffic hearings are required by law to be open to the public. At the same time, an officer summoned uh, to appear in court raised her eyebrows. So I think the judge got uh, upset when the doctors, Kathy, started answering the questions by moving the patient's ass cheeks. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I'm sure. I wasn't speeding. So uh, I was going to speed armor. Yeah, so uh, we'll see if this guy is going to face any disciplinary action from the medical board. Mm. A rooster that had been fitted with a knife for an illegal cockfight has killed its owner in southern India. Oh, my God. Awesome. The bird's owner was impaled in the groin by the knife as the animal tried to escape. The man died on the way to the hospital from a loss of blood. I must have gotten this femoral artery. Absolutely. Uh, police are now... <laughs> <laughs> Police are now searching for 15 more people involved in the event. Uh, the animal was held at a police station before being transferred to a farm. Police said the animal was being ready to take part in a fight when it tried to escape. Its owner attempted to catch it, but it was struck by the three-inch knife on the animal's leg during the struggle. These cockfights are brutal, bloody. They're horrible. Those involved in the event face charges of manslaughter, illegal betting, and hosting a cockfight. The animal... Uh, is going to be taken to court as evidence at a later date. Uh, the question is, will it testify? I'm a little shaking. I'm yeah, sorry. exactly. <laughs> That's him over there. Fort- <laughs> you animal! Uh, fortunately, his lawyer will be Gene Simmons, chicken lawyer, Steve. <laughs> as you can imagine, Gene steps into a new line of work. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> it's an honor to be here. I am a man of the chickens, and I'm here to defend... This lowly individual who was put to task fighting in the ring for the pleasure of others. It's a horrible story, and I prove, I will prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that this rooster deserves freedom. Uh, this is not the first time that an owner has been killed by I this. cite Chicken versus Rooster 1811. <laughs> this is not the first time that an owner has been killed by their rooster last year, a man in... Well, they, they, they do them up with razors on their... They're... they're, they're, they're you know, all covered with sharp items. Last year, a man in Andhra Pradesh uh, died after he was hit in the neck by a blade attached to his rooster. Uh, the owner was uh, taking his rooster to a cockfight when the incident occurred. So they're having their I roast my case. Yeah, exactly. No, you're out of order. <laughs> Who has the lunch order? All right, and then one last story. This was pretty wild. Two people suffered critical injuries in a 30-vehicle pileup outside wow. of Billings, Montana on Saturday. Ooh. Uh, The victims uh, actually jumped from the Yellowstone River Bridge during the accident to avoid being hit by one of the cars. Uh, They were hospitalized. They were expected to recover, but they were suffering critical injuries. How high up is this bridge? Uh, That I don't know, Steve. But the cause appears to be the whiteout slash zero visibility conditions brought on by a sudden snowfall. Jesus, we're looking at a picture of it. It looks like uh, like uh, an automobile salvage yard. Yeah. Uh, other minor injuries were reported. Initially, they said the cause of the crash was believed to be ice on the bridge, but the incident occurred about six miles northeast of Billings. A special weather statement was issued by the National Weather Service in Billings early Saturday afternoon, stating that a heavy line of snow showers was observed moving into the area at 15 miles per hour. Uh, the statement warned that the affected roads 
uh, condition could deteriorate rapidly. But 30 car pileup and two people had to jump off a freaking bridge. That is crazy. That is that, that's nasty. All right. And that is uh, the Bizarre File for now. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment. And, uh, yeah, we're going to try this out. We're going to wax, wax? Our, our nose hairs All right. <laughs> and see how that works out. Jamie Kennedy is going to be on the program as well. So stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order by 5 p.m. Eastern Time today with free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order by 5 p.m. Eastern Time today with free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we've done it. We have done it. We now have <laughs> Preston and Steve shard outs that are sponsored. Yeah! <laughs> I can't believe it. Wow. Someone has stepped forward oh with the courage to be associated with the shard out. <laughs> and I actually, uh, I love these guys. We have turned farts, sound effects, into sponsorships now. It's like the modern day alchemy. So this very first uh, sponsored chart out brought to you by U.S. Digestive Health Colonoscopy. It, it beats cancer. Schedule your screening with Pennsylvania's most experienced GI network at usdigestivehealth.com. So I'm very happy. This is a very proud moment. We've been doing these for a long, long time. It's a perfect marriage with colonoscopies and uh, and chart uh, outs. Yeah, it is. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's perfect. So. Uh, this is our very first sponsored uh, shout out, and this is from Tiffany Boyd, who says, I'm requesting shout out for my husband, Brandon, in honor of our 10-year wedding anniversary, which is today, March 1st, 10 years ago, a Bucks Co. girl married a Delco guy. And I'm still shocked that world peace has not come to fruition. <laughs> I love him so much for so many reasons, but mostly because he got me hooked on your show. Oh. She says, what can I say? He has good taste. When we first started dating over 13 years ago, he gradually started changing the radio station and the car to our morning, from our, in our morning, during our morning commute from the country music station down your hallway to 93.3 WMMR. Mm. And while we still listen to country music, the President Steve Show is our go-to and we listen to it daily, both live and on the podcast. We listen to you guys so much that when we pick our four-year-old up, Austin, from daycare, he'll get in the car and say, not Preston and Steve again. Yeah. <laughs> but he, she says uh, he loves you guys, I swear. Uh, meanwhile, Carter, our seven-year-old, often asks if we're friends with you guys since we spend so much time listening to you. I'm requesting a big, juicy anniversary shout-out for my amazing husband, Brandon Boyd, not the lead singer of Incubus. Ten years down and life and a lifetime to go. We've created an amazing life together, and I'm so happy that he's my partner in this journey, journey said in bachelor voice. 
We love the PNS gang. Thank you for making our morning so much brighter. Tiffany Boyd. So here's your shirt, Tiffany. Yeah! And like I said, brought to you by U.S. Digestive Health, the colonoscopy. Mm. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. All right. So, um... My dad has really bad nose hair problems. <laughs> Does he? Yes. And I've never really said anything to him about it. And I think it's because his age where he just doesn't care anymore. Do you, you know think he I mean? would not hear you through the hair? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But uh, I find it gross. Do you Have you so inherited nice. this problem? Uh, I do have nose hairs. Yes. And and every once in a wake, great while, I might be like rubbing my nose like I just did. Yeah. And I'll feel like, oh, my God, there's a hair hanging out of my nose. To me, it's it's like hair out of the ears. It's oh. it, it just, it's horrible. I, I don't understand. I understand why you have the hair in your nose, and it serves a purpose. I would, I used to, like, reach up here like this and would pluck one at a time. <laughs> um, and I was told that that's not a good thing. It's, it's not, not a really? good thing to do. Yeah. So you can cause infection. infections, yeah. and right. stuff, yeah. So then I bought the uh, I bought the which those is things. what I use, and uh, and those work. They work great. But I was intrigued by the notion that Kathy had floated. Where did you get? Why do you have this product? So for whatever reason, and I don't know if it was be uh, who knows, probably because Alex is listening or something yeah. like that. I, I don't know. But a friend of mine, uh, she did this, and as a joke, she sent a picture to us because she was going on a date. So she was like, "Hey, took care of everything, including the nose hairs," and, and and she sent like the residual from after doing this. Well, after she sent that, I'm seeing it all over social media now. People trying this kit. So. I, I don't know if it's how new much hair or I'm just what, seeing it or what. How much hair? Did it look like she was holding two gerbils or so, what? Was, yeah, like it was, I can show you the picture. It was a decent amount of hair. And I was should like, should you be pulling that God. much hair out of your nose? Well, that's the thing too. They always say that you're supposed to, yeah. you know, now you don't want it hanging out of your nose. Right. But that it it's is disgusting. there for a reason. Yeah. Um, so I'm not really sure, but I mean, it'll grow back so we can try it. I right. try yeah. to keep my nose relatively groomed. I, I don't like the hairs poking out either, Kathy. I think it's, it's gross. Uh, but Steve, you know, I had that ENT appointment a month or so ago. Right, and yeah. I, I passed out. They did the camera up my nose. Right. Before I passed out, I was shocked at the amount of hair that I saw the camera navigating its way through to get the back of my nose and then down my throat. And I was like, that's the I, purpose. Yeah, but I was yeah. I was looking at it and I was like, I thought I did a good job of grooming. And there's all of these freaking hairs well, hanging out there. And I'm like, you, you, you don't want it extending out the end of the. Yeah. I just used, I have a sharper image. That I go, you know, the, uh, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's wonderful, and it kind of tickles my nose, makes me sneeze sometimes. But um, I do. That's how I groom. I don't have a very thick hair issue, but I, when I see like a, a really old dude with like, a, you know, yeah. with two hamsters sticking out of his nose, well, that, I don't. It's disgusting. That's like my dad too, Preston, and I have already gave him the yeah. the sharper image thing. Like, and, and he didn't he's use like, it. Well, I was like, Dad. The one day I was like, Dad, where's that thing that I gave? Did you? he break did, it? Did you use it? He goes. I think it's in my top drawer. I was like, well, get it out of your top drawer and use it. Right, right, right. Why don't you whack that stuff back a bit? Uh, You can also use it on your ears, by the way, too, which is what I do. So I've purposely let my my nose hairs go for the past couple weeks or so when Kathy first brought this up. Are you styling it? (laughs) But you know, you have have a mustache. I do. So I wouldn't notice... 
Right. On a cleanly um, shaven upper lip, it might be more pronounced, but to me, it would just blend with your actual mustache. Preston, hey. this kit also comes with mustache stencils if you'd like Ooh. to do that. Oh. What the hell is that about? In case you want to draw on a mustache. mustache. Okay. Hey, we're streaming this on uh, our Facebook page right now. Oh, uh, all right. Oh, okay. For all Great. the people that want to watch. Great. <laughs> want to watch an old man rip his nose hairs out? Hey, listen, we got our... Uh, your dream has come true. Colonoscopy <laughs> endorsement, and we have this. Right. Yeah. Everything. Right, so, so Marissa brought the wax. I think that we shouldn't wait too long. What do we do? It is going to dry out. It all won't right. dry out that quick, and you do have to be careful because I don't want you to burn the inside of your nose. What do I do? Right. Okay, so you're going to take the little applicator... Yeah. All right, and you're going to stick it in the wax, and you're going to kind of turn it. You want to get enough on there that when it goes up to your nose, it goes up your nose. It's going to uh, reach all walls. Okay, like all that, walls. That so, so no, you, here I'm going to come over there. You need a little more than that. All right, Kathy's going to help. Your, I can I can make it happen. They're your I, sugar walls. I also think maybe um, it looks like it's a little okay. thin. Yeah, so it, so it might need to. It actually might need to add uh, flour. Dry. No, cool. no, dry out a little bit. It might too be too cool hot. A little bit. You don't want, you don't want to put burning hot wax up your nose. Yeah, right? Kathy. Now look. There you go. All right. Perfect. Do I okay. shove it up my nose? Okay, so just let it drip off and, and kind of rotate it. Spin it in a circle oh, yeah, yeah. until it's finished dripping. Right. Okay? Nick, spin yours in a circle. until Nick's going to do it, too, until it yeah, stops dripping. Oh, Nick's doing this as well. as well. All right, so listen, before you put it in, listen to the instructions. When when you put it up your nose, as you put it in, you're going to rotate it slowly as it's going into the nose. But once it's up there, don't move it. How then far it, up in do I go? Um, to the so brain. There's a little stopper there. So you can push it up until that. that I'm adding a little more uh, wax to it. That white disc uh, gets to your nostril. Can I when go? You, yeah, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Is it hot? Stick it up there. No, it's warm like uh, like tea. All right, stop moving it, Nick. <laughs> it's warm like it's pie. Warm like tea. That, that's very attractive. So why don't you just leave that in? You look like a bizarre walrus. All right, so then it says that. <laughs> Oh, Preston has a lot on there. Oh, well, geez, that's okay, fine. So, oh, so I twirled it a little. Twirl. Leave it now. Leave no, it. It's like stuck. Don't move it. Okay, don't move it. Now you don't want to move it, and it says to wait like a minute. Okay, okay? and then we're when you yank it out, it's like glue. <laughs> He's so nervous. Oh, you look. Sorry. You guys look like unawalrses. When you yank it out, like don't. I know. You, it, I don't you gotta back. yank it. Don't yeah. hold Casey back. Do it. It's gotta come. Have Casey do it. Yeah, if you want yeah, to. Do it. Why don't you tie it to a doorknob and slam it shut? Did you do right or left? I did right. Yeah, same. So did you. You All went right. deeper than I did. Did I? Nick, yeah. Nick, I bet you if you were to push on yours pole there. God, you, Nick, oh Nick, everything on your head is huge. <laughs> this can't. This I can't possibly put this all Nick the way. Nick has the entire place. assembly. Nick, it's it all the way. Nose. If Nick, oh, I know the way I'm doing. Way. <laughs> assassinate me for this thing. I've never done it before. It is huge. If you push on it, I'm sure you'll 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 start to remember things from your early childhood. <laughs> the applicator is all the way in his. It's nostril. touching his brain. Right. I think it's been a minute. All right, I think that you guys can yank now. All right. No. Okay. No. You ready? Yeah. I'm going to have Casey do it. You do yours first. All right. All right. One, <laughs> two, three. Did it hurt? No, it didn't hurt. It, it barely registered. All right. All right. Any I, hair? Listen. No. I thought there, you had like the Amazon up your nose. I'm going to have Casey. Nick gonna, had it up to his cerebellum. I'm going to have Casey do this. Wait until I, I say so three. <laughs> okay. I promise. I promise. I, I said promise. <laughs> Pinky and promise? I promised. You promised when we were bowling that one time. That was different. <laughs> that didn't involve pain. There is and no we way. we were competing against each other. There's no way he's so. going to wait. There's no way. I know he's not. He's not going to wait. Yes, I am. No. Yes, I am. No. Watch. No. <laughs> I'm going to do it. No, no. I'm doing it. I know I need to prove Trust him. I need to prove myself. I need to prove myself. There's no way in hell. Please. I, that I trust please. you. Trust him. Please. <laughs> okay. Don't make me do this. He's no, convinced me. I'm not going to do it. I'm not okay. going to do it. One, two, three. Oh, oh, Jesus. 
Oh, God. Oh, God. No, I almost put it in his mouth. All right, what does oh it look God. like? Is, is there, there anything hair? on it? Dude, your nose uh, hair is white, bro. Yeah, it is. You're right. Oh, my God. Is yeah. it a lot? Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of hair. <laughs> Nick, you didn't put enough glue on there, dude. On. I guess. Blue, no, but how could, how could <laughs> Nick have not had any... The thing was all the way up his nose. Oh, this is solidified now. I should have done yeah. both of them at the same time. Well, oh, man. I think we can... Reheat. Reapply. I'm getting uh, Nick, some on I here, but it's... going to be all right with this. Yeah, see, it's too hard. All right, we'll be right back. Now yeah, this is right. like... This what, is solid. What do you microwave it, Marissa? Marissa, here, you want a new one, too? I need to trim... Uh, I need uh, a knife. <laughs> all right, yeah. what about rectally? I need a knife or something. Uh, I got some. I have a knife in my... I always keep a blade on me. Just, just to, to, to cut off your nose wax. Wow, that Nick, how the hell did you get that all the way up your nose? <laughs> well, I wasn't looking in a mirror, so in my defense, <laughs> I couldn't tell. <laughs> I, and so Nick, Nick didn't have enough wax on his. Oh, so that's how he was able to get seven inches of it up his nose. Well, well, no, really though, because his nostrils are bigger, so you need a little more on there, so it. Hits the wall. I think so. It's all about touching, and the same can be said for for intercourse. It's the same thing. It's got to you have to have it touch all the walls. I'm gonna press some whittling. My nose is a little runny now. Is it? Can you is make it me, bleeding? Can you whittle me a little duck? Hang on, no, I can't whittle you a duck. Hang on. <laughs> all right, there we go. Um, <laughs> no. Oh, is it now? Bleeding. It's not running anymore. Do, do you feel? Does it feel cleaner to breathe through? <laughs> it feels. Uh, yeah, it feels um, it feels shorn. It's yeah. shorn. Yeah, it feels. Is there well. anything like? Did you get everything out? I Was there so. snot on it? Well, I can't. You'd have to look up in there, Kathy. No, that's right. Have you do that? Does it come with a pen, like Kathy? Yeah, this was. Uh, there's a fair amount of hair on this thing. What about loogies? Uh, no, yeah. no, no, uh, no nasal material other than hair. Wow. Okay. So, all right, I'm I'm impressed. Hey, wait a second. That works. There's a gold doubloon. Is there? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that was in there. Um, all right, try the next. The other nostril. She's heating up the. Um, I see yeah, using the wax. Well, I need right? more. Yeah, this yeah is she's more. reheating the wax, or she's gonna. We, I gave her a new cup too. So. Tell her not to go near the uh, the the coffee carafes because someone keeps shutting off the burners. <laughs> yeah, Steve, this stuff is solid plastic now. Wow, that's just, that's that's what this. That's not is waxy that... material. That's like really solid. So wow. regular wax when you do a Brazilian is wax, is it not? Yeah, it's like a paraffin. Yeah, it's like uh, a glue. No, it's wax. It's wax. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but. It's got a okay. Well, has what like a? It's got to be sticky. like like right. more so than a candle wax. Like candle wax is right. still yeah. you can you can you know you can carve it easily. You could you could take your fingernail and run it through there. This is like different. Solid. This is like concrete. All right. So uh, Mercy just came in. She has newly heated material. Nick is going to shove that um, <laughs> thing all the way up his brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to go balls deep. <laughs> oh, Mercy's helping him out here. All right, here we I go. think she's doing a better job of getting the wax on. Doesn't it kind of look like chickies and peach cheese? Cheese, it yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm, show, show me wax on, Marissa. Yeah. Uh, so, you know what, Marissa? I stuck some in. I took it out and let it cool off a little bit, and then I put it back in there, and it was able to get more on it. Right. I got more on it than that. You got yeah. more on that? He got a big, a big glob, Nick. Yeah. Okay. So kind of put it in there and twirl it a little bit now that you've got a layer on it. Th- like you're making cotton candy. Is that kind of solid? It looks yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. working. Now it's getting stuck. All right. Here we All go. right, then you better do All it. All right, now yeah. stick that up. I need nose? I need more. I, I, I'm not doing you're, just one. You're nostril. addicted now, aren't uh, you? She's bringing it. You have to, we have to heat these one at a time because right. we have to go over this little. <laughs> there you go, in. Nick. There you right. go. Much better. Okay. Oh, All right. But looks like snot hanging out of his nose. What? <laughs> All right. So I have my wax. You mean this isn't attractive to you, Kathy? <laughs> this look. Right. Now you, Preston, is going to do his left nostril, correct? Ooh. Correct. Yeah. All right, and hopefully with the same results. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Would you ever consider oh, dyeing your nasal hairs? Big old glob on here. Oh, boy. All right, let me, and I'm going to let this cool just a smidge because yeah, yeah. that is hot. That actually looks good. So just mm. keep, it does looks like icing. Yeah, or something, it does look very icy. So like keep rotating that applicator, and once it stops dripping, you should be good to put. And it once in. it when it, <laughs> when it's in your nose, you don't well, twist it. Nose. I know, right? No, no, no. Quick question, if I may. When it's in my nose. Oh, Nick, don't move it. Don't now. touch it. Okay. All right. It seems it's cooling in my nose as we speak. I think right, it's good. You think it's good? Yeah. All right, here we go. I jam that in there. Jam it. Oh, this one's hotter. All right, that's okay. good. Oh, so crap. hot. Fell. It oh, just fell out. That's not good. Fell out. Oh, yours isn't good. No, it didn't Preston, pull out any hairs that time either. Get, get Preston's wax. Here, you can use it. Yeah, you might want to hurry on that because it's cooling quickly. Well, how does Nick, Nick, you, you, you probably need to put like on two to three pounds to fit, fit it in your nose snugly. Well, He's having some performance issues. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing a lot of push-ups. Your nostrils are too big. Yeah, you need you need Eddie, the new C-ring for your nose. Got that? All right. Is it coming out? Kathy's putting on the wax this time around. Yeah. All, right. All right. It does Mine's... smell kind of nice, right? What does it, it smell like? It doesn't smell bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, It's it's kind of vanilla y maybe. I wonder if you'll yes. find it enhanced your your olfactory capabilities will be enhanced after this. Somebody says make sure you use the balm after you wax your nose hair. There is I, no balm. I love waxing my nose hair. It's very smooth after. It's, it's the balm. <laughs> I have no balm. No, it didn't come with balm. Uh, I'm going to try uh, I think you're good now, Preston. I'm going to try yanking my own. You don't want to have uh, Casey do it? No, he already did. He did a good job, I but I just job. want to see if I right. can do it. You know how your body prevents you from harming yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, usually. Usually. I'm going to see if I can do this on my own. Okay, I think you think I'm ready, Kath? Yeah, I think you're ready. Okay. All, right. All right, one, two, three. Oh, 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 oh that hurt. You all right? That looked painful. Look at all the hair on this one. Oh, my God. Yeah, it looks like a ball sack. Jesus Christ. It does. It looks like a ball sack. That is a ball sack. There's like really long ones. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, Oh my God. Oh, you flinched. When you pulled it out, you looked like it hurt. Preston, I wonder if one of those went down to your nutsack. Yeah, maybe. Wow, you pulled out a ball hair. Wow. <laughs> he actually pulled a ball hair out through his nose. That's how good this stuff is. Hi, I'm Preston Elliott. I'm here for the... What is this product called, by the way? Oh, oh Marissa took it. Um, okay. I forget. Hey, that's... Listen. Yeah. I'm, I'm what do you board. think? I am on board for that. now. So now what I need is... Um, a I need, ball. I need a mirror. I need to be able to see my... Uh, Look up in... in I want Kathy, to there's see. a mirror on your desk, right? Uh, yes. Can uh, 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 you mind, Connor? Thank you. Bring me a mirror. Please. I want to see. Um, what is the most painful beauty procedure you've ever done? Oh, I hate eyebrows. And I know it doesn't sound like it's a big deal, but when they tweeze and wax my eyebrows, it like I have to take a deep breath. And I they t- I make them say okay ready three two one and then I have to I like exhale when they pull it off to me that hurts so so bad so w- w- do you have Ashley Gallo do it the, uh, the, the, yes she she does it I I'm, yeah I mean I've minute. been. You have a little vanity on your on yes. Your desk? Oh yeah, you can plug that in if you want a light. Too. Oh my god! <laughs> She's, you got to see her little I area it was just over a there. Handheld no, mirror. no, no, there no. is like a, a trifold mirror, mirror <laughs> with lights on it. She sits oh there. She's what? Got, Sometimes we need to do our makeup here. You can't do makeup in that office. The lighting is terrible. <laughs> They're all color coordinated. <laughs> you look like the most vain bastard on earth, dude. dude. Yeah, what do you think? It, it looks excellent. Would you F your nose? <laughs> Hang on, can I see this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I would. I'd F my nose. I'd F it so hard. I would F. Oh, that's hot. 
I would have, um, I would have my nose. In my right <laughs> nostril, I only see one solitary hair that is deep in there. Well, you know what? That's the wow. lo- that's the loneliest hair. Then, yeah, you took wow. away all his friends. So, by wow. the way, we're using the Charmonic nose hair wax kit for Charmon- men and women. Charmonic. Okay. Hi, I'm Michael Jackson, <laughs> and I'd like to recommend you the Charmonic hair removal system. Charmonic. I hate it when older boys look old. Are you yanking on that? No, I, so now some of the wax is in my mustache, and it looks like a booger hanging out. No, no, that's totally counterproductive. Um, Kathy, this, or not mirror, unless... this mirror is hilarious. <laughs> we need to take a picture of Kathy's uh, little boutique desk in her office. Yeah. It's adorable. Oh, the rose we put gold. It on... Oh, did we? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we did it a, a while ago. It's got a little... Because you said it looked like a dorm room. <laughs> oh, it did. So it's a USB cord. I can't. Yeah. I can plug this into my laptop. Yeah. Your computer, and you All get light. Right. There you go. Now, now... Yeah. Preston, make sure that it's the appropriate day. You you don't want to look like a whore when you put your makeup on. <laughs> look at that. Look at oh that. Oh, my God. Look at that. Oh. It's lit up around the perimeter, just like a nightmare. Look at you, Kathy. You have all that stuff there. Well, listen, sometimes I have to do my makeup here, and like I said, you can't do it. The The lights in this it's horrible. building are I hate horrible, those lights. So. I hate those lights in our office. I We used to have more oh. low-key lights that were a little more conducive to not passing out from the hum of the fluorescent lights they're horrible <laughs> kathy now i'm looking yeah. at the uh, i'm looking at the magnified yeah. one yeah. i need to do this again oh you do yeah i gotta go deeper There's all right a... oh really then let's yeah. do it can we fry up some more wax nick's right. got uh nick's got it in there now yeah, i got left one now and this one's working better than the right. last time i did it. nick nick has nick you have one nostril is incredibly large and the other one's small well one of them has a giant device in it right now too <laughs> So that but, probably but just sorts the size. No, I mean, you're... <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're the actual, same, I have the same size nostrils, No, that one is completely out of whack. <laughs> you're just tuning in. We're waxing our nose hairs. Nick um, has bizarrely different nose portals. I think the app... Either, either Nick has really gigantic nostrils or mine are small, which I wouldn't doubt because I have small ear holes, too, because yeah. the uh, you know little earbuds, they don't fit my ears. No, really? Uh, because Nick was able to put the actual box up his nose. <laughs> this should go. This should go deeper. Uh, in order to get all that hair. All right, Nick, I think that you might be good. Do you you want to pull it? Yeah, pull oh, it. Uh, no, I'm nervous. Right. You do it. Go ahead. You can... Uh, one. Oh, God. Two, three. Oh, God. Oh, 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 you heard that. that got him. You heard that. You got him. He's hurting. <laughs> you okay, dude? Yeah. Uh, did he get hair? Uh, yeah, that one worked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, His wow. is not white. His is black. Yeah, and... and <laughs> Jesus. Whatever I did the second time around there's was brain much on more that. effective. Yeah, there's a There's little, optic nerve on that. Little bitty pieces of brain there's on here. Brain matter. Preston, there's a little bit of optic nerve on Nick's. <laughs> now, do we... Uh, Kathy, when we're done, we put them in the fridge, right? And save them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, in your one-year Nick, anniversary. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, in the summer, you pop those in the freezer and the kids have something to eat. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> right, I'm pausing that one. Somebody's texting and said there are videos of the, of people uh, doing the nose waxing thing and pulling out what looks like a, a Q-tip at the end of their... Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my uh, God. I don't so know if I want to see all that. <sighs> uh, somebody says, uh, let's see, realize wearing a mask outside will help cold air... Wait, that's not what? <laughs> Pollen will annoy your nostrils now. Now your bacteria slash infection rate will go up. All right. Oh, great. No, we'll go down wearing we'll a mask till some hair regrows. Keep wearing your mask. That's some from Sabrina. So by removing the nostrils, you're because you're you're I'm removing the nostrils, removing the nose hair. You're uh, removing a filter. 
Yeah, that's essentially what right. the nose hair yeah. is, right? It's a filter yeah. for when you're breathing. Right. And they so, say that, you know, listen, you, you want to look beautiful. Yeah. I think once was enough. I don't think I need to do that again. Like, I'll just, I'll stick with plucking and or trimming. Right. You know, like, like are you, you wouldn't make this a regular no. thing? Would you? No. Okay. No, are you going to so. remove that one lone hair? Uh, I'm going to say if Marissa's warm, is she more? I'll, yeah. I'll do it again. All right. You know what? I'll do two at the same time. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, my God. You crazy. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Did what, you ever you know that you're my hero? No. You think the other side needs some, too? Yeah, I think, well. See, you didn't I, do it right. I, I used your magnifying glass. Yeah. And I think, actually, I think what it is, I need to get deeper in there, and I don't think I'll be able to get any more. I'll try. People throw the word courage around. Right. But you know what? And they don't really understand the meaning. And what we're seeing here today, this is courage. Mm. Preston, that might be okay, because you're not going to have nose hairs that are visible that people can see, but you still have the protection oh, way up there. Wait a oh, second. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't do more. Mm. Well, no, no. You, you know what you want. It's your body, your choice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, can you use it on your ears? Uh, this one is just nose, but I'm sh- case. Let me see if they have an earwax. Kid. I, I I would imagine they they probably a- discourage you from sticking anything in, in your ear. Yes, yeah, but you can jam anything you want up your nose. Yeah. Um, but there is you've seen the things that have where they have the the little trigger mechanism, and you you flush the warm water into your ear, and the solution that gets mm-hmm. the earwax out. Doctor Mike would say though that um, you know the all of that. There should be some wax in there, and the, yeah. as with the nose hairs, that it serves a filtering, cleaning purpose. Maybe I could just use this knife. Oh, oh my god. god! What? Do you have anything of Kathy's you could use? <laughs> what else can I provide for you? All right, we're gonna do one more. All right, one more. Right. One more round here. Thank, Thank you, Marissa. you, Marissa, for doing all this. Mm-hmm. All right, so I gotta dip this in. Right. Ah, this feels like it's oh yeah, right consistency. It's like warm apple pie. I'm gonna I'm gonna let some of this drip, and co- I think what you have to do is do a couple of. Uh, Swirls, little applications. Couple of yeah, swirlies. you got to do it more than once. Yeah, right. You got to like take it out a little bit and then put it back in, and yep. then it sort of adds oh, a layer. Yeah, like you start to build candles. a layer on it. Yeah, I got. Yeah. yeah, okay, that makes sense. Did you ever? Would you guys ever make candles? I did. Yes. Yeah, where you have to do like a little bit and then stop, <laughs> and then a little bit more and stop. I think that's what this is. So hang on a second here. I'm swirling this, uh, letting it coat. And then I'm going to let it kind of drip off and make a point. I think that's... Wow. So you're going to more of a conical shape. I'm going to elongate it. Are you yeah. going to do both nostrils at the same time? I, uh, <laughs> oh, God. It's turning into a penis. Hang on a second. <clears throat> okay. There we go. That's <laughs> what it looked like for a moment. <laughs> yeah. I just looked at Steve. I'm like, hmm, I think we can use that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's turning into that's a That's all it takes. <laughs> Do you have some wax? I want to add an addition to my penis. <laughs> Casey, how long ago did you get the the wax? Because you did the full frontal and backle, right? Uh, that was backle. Um, <laughs> so that was it uh, in Conchi. Uh, yeah, okay, Y one hundred Conchi. We did it in the studio there. Oh, you said that was man. super painful. Well, parts of it. Um, the the pubis, uh, the area right above. Uh, my wang, uh, yeah. that area hurt a lot. <laughs> Believe it or not, like the more tender the area, like the the butthole wasn't bad. Okay, <laughs> we're just watching Preston pound oh, spikes yeah. up his skull. Up his Going a little deeper with it. Yeah, you yeah, did. we can tell. It's but, like you're using it as a fence post digger. But case you were talking about your butthole. I'm sorry. Yeah, that actually really wasn't that bad. You got your butthole. live on air. Yeah, he yeah. had a full. I mean, a oh. full full Brazilian nuts to butt. Yeah, but Brazilian. like. The the top like the the pubis area that was that like bled yes yeah uh, it was a lot well, of blood. also you, and did you shave prior to it no I was yeah told not so that's to. probably he part was told of the not issue. to yeah 
But I'm saying, if you, I, I think that that's going to make you bleed a little more. Yeah. Do you, do you chop yourself water. down before you go in? I don't do Brazilians. Oh, I never don't? have, no. I'm not that hairy, remember? I, I, yeah, neither am I. I use a, uh, I use a razor. I use my wife's facial razor. I'm like the only Italian that's not hairy. I was about to say, isn't that that's usually yeah, a trait, I, right? Yeah, but I have 50% Irish in me as well, so yes, that's probably that's, it. That's our half. <laughs> this is tar- this is getting messy. Yeah, it's harder when you have something shoved up your nose. I think. I remember. <laughs> what the hell is that? All right. Wow. Oh my god. Look at his face. You are really into this. <laughs> All right. Okay. There you oh, go. I'm gonna uh, let it cool off first. Now, now, like a walrus. now I think really yeah. supposed to do one at a time. Slap yeah. your hands together. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me throw you this beach ball. <laughs> Can you play a horn with your mouth? What, do I look like a, a, a seal? Yeah, uh, a, like walrus. a walrus. Yeah, a here walrus. you go. All right. <laughs> oh, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to SeaWorld. Our performing act today is Preston. All right, this is going to hurt. Yeah, uh, I, could, yeah I could tell. I would imagine so. Uh, you, you guys want to do like a wishbone on me? Each one grabs a... Each one grabs Yeah, which one's luckier? Oh God! Okay. All right, good luck, man. All good right. luck. Wow. Yeah. How long do you wait? That's tight. They anchored. Yeah, I can see anchored, it's actually yeah. pulling the skin on your nose. Yeah. Okay. Could you okay. drum with that? Ooh, how tight is it? Could you do a little Gene Krupa with that? <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. Go ahead. Okay. Oh God, this is not going to be fun. Get yourself in the mood. Come on. <laughs> Empty the tank. Empty the tank. One, two, three. Yeah. Oh! Nice. Oh. oh my God! There's a lot more hair on there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do you get a rush of extra smellability? Oh. What is it like? Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not bad. Here, put them right there. Marissa wants to take pictures of those later. Well, what if the other ones are hairier because that's the second run. So, I don't know, uh, man. That one's pretty. Fresh. So what's this about balm? Is this an essential thing for the healing process that we're missing out on, Kathy? Yeah, so like afterwards, um, it's sort of like a, a lotion that's going to help with um, some okay. of the redness and some of the tenderness. There's but some uh, cake batter in the refrigerator. Well, it, this kit didn't come with anything to put up your nose. I have this beeswax lip balm. Could you use that? I think that. Why wouldn't that work? It's lemongrass, Zambezi. Organic beeswax. If you want to shove that up there. Uh, hey, I'm looking at my nose. It looks, you, it looks beautiful. You liking what you're seeing? <laughs> it looks beautiful. beautiful. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah. While I person now, here's the deal. When when you wax, Kathy, yeah. hair, it takes longer for it to grow back, right? As opposed to shaving, isn't that the point of waxing? Yeah, because you're pulling it out at the root. Right. So maybe it'll be a longer time before I need to go in and shave my nose hairs. Well, that's the desired result, right? You hope that's the case. How often normally were you trimming your nose hairs? I don't know. I did, it wasn't like a regular part of right. my, my uh, beauty regimen, but um, <laughs> I think re- now you can... I would just when I would notice. Yeah. Uh, so maybe, I don't know, Steve, month, every month and a half or something like that? I mean, <laughs> not, not that often. It's five times a day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so you know what? I'll, I'll get back to you, but so far... Yeah. I approve. Do you feel lighter? Okay. I approve. Uh, it it, uh, it definitely did what it advertises it does. Oh, wait. There's wax stuck on my finger. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, thumbs up. Thumbs yeah, up on Nick, not so much. Is it worth it? I don't know. That's the thing. Yeah, I, I don't mind trying it. It was fine to, to do it once. I don't think I need to buy the product. Right. Okay. All right. 
Uh, anyhow, well, thank you, Kathy, for bringing that product. And thank you for my new You're mirror welcome. over here, which I'm <laughs> It's beautiful. Put my mirror back. Um, by the way, we have a new Daily Rush video. Is this from today? No. 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 Okay. Uh, this says, don't eat Casey's food. Uh, it says, uh, when he's eating, don't touch him at all. Yeah. You can watch it now at PrestonSteve.com, sponsored by Punchline <laughs> Philly Fishtown's first comedy club restaurant and bar. When did we do this? Well, this is this was a is little while ago. Yeah, yeah, I think this is, has something to do with the recanning, uh, recalling the story of uh, you wanting to take a piece of my RX bar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I offered that. you a full bar. That's yeah. right. That's right. And then hilarity ensued. All right. Uh, well, we're going to take a break because we got Jamie Kennedy uh, yes. on standby. We're supposed to talk to him around 9 o'clock, so we better break and come back in a moment. He's promoting a movie, an independent film called Last Call, and uh, it takes place in our town. The writer's from Wayne. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get him on in just a moment, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. The next guest is on the line to talk about uh, this movie called Last Call. It stars uh, Jeremy Piven, and it's got all kinds of ties to our area. Not only in the fact that it is set here, but was written by a guy from Upper Darby, uh, Greg Lingo, uh, and stars uh, some people who would absolutely be perfect to be in the film because they're from the area. Yeah, it certainly makes a difference. Sherry O'Terry being one of them and this gentleman being another. Please welcome Mr. Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. To the show. Jamie, good morning. Yo, yo. What's up, guys? Yo, bud. We're doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm feeling good, man. We we went right into this promo from a Wawa ad. <laughs> you can't ask for more perfect Philly, right? Dude, they're starting to serve like burgers and stuff at Wawa now, which is pretty wild. Wow. Yeah, Angus Angus burgers. There's a, a whole other tier of burger at Wawa. Wow. Yeah. Okay. They stepped it up. Yep. yep. Is Wawa, do we see a Wawa in Last Call by any chance? Um, I don't think there's a Wawa. No, I no, I don't know if we could get Wawa, dude. Wawa is pretty intense. To get them there, you know they're gangster. They <laughs> they got a lot of uh, they got a lot of p- protocol. I don't know. I don't think we have them. No, well, the, the story. By the way, the movie's getting a really good word of mouth. And it, explain what the story is, because it's it's a simple story, but I think it'll resonate with a lot of people. Uh, it's about a guy who goes and he leaves his local town, which is Darby Heights, which is basically, you know, another version of Upper Darby where I'm from. And he goes out and he makes good in the world. And then he comes back and basically uh, his mother passed and he left the bar. And then he basically goes and has to kind of, basically save the bar and, and, and he gets sucked back into his own life. It's a coming of age, you know, feel good story. It's very Philly centric. Well, and it seems like he also, he, he has to be reminded of what he appreciated about his hometown and his friends. He's moved a little bit past them. You, you play one of his friends. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it's sort of a, uh, sometimes you need to be recentered in life. And that's what seems to be going on with Jeremy Piven's character. Yeah, I mean, basically he goes and it's like he has this small town bar that he is part of, which is a bar, you know, in Philly and Upper Darby. We've had many and there are local watering holes. And then he finds out that he's really good about his life, you know, and he realizes he reconnects. And he's like, oh, these are my people that really love me. And, you know, what I do in life is 
It's fine, but it's it's really about getting back with the boys and Gary <laughs> Daly. <Daly's door>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be, now let me ask you: Were were you uh, uh, friends with uh, Greg Lingo? Did you know Greg Lingo prior to this, or was the ca- the casting just happenstance? Uh, Greg is uh, an amazing guy. He's like a, he's a total like go getter. He's I knew him because he was. A uh, real local. He was a kid in my in my neighborhood, but he was a sports star. I mean, when he was a freshman, and I, I think I was like two or three years older, he was the starting quarterback for Upper Darby High. He was a starting pitcher. He was a starting guard on the basketball. So he was like a super well known athlete in the hood, and uh, so I, I'd always heard about him. But I knew him a little bit from keggers and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so this really was for you com- coming home in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot that resonates with me. Um, there's a lot of people f- from Upper Darby that are involved with the movie. Uh, we were going to have the premiere at the Tower. And then, you know, obviously, yeah. with the whole COVID, we can't do that. But there people that have invested in the movie, people that are in the movie, we've got you know, and Sherry O'Terry, then you've got like Collie's Tavern, which is on Westchester Pike, which is a, a great bar that we grew up in, one of our friends owns. And it's just got a lot of, it is, it's it's Philly, you know, we've got the Eggles in there. A lot yeah. of <laughs> so what was, you, you talked about, what was your, your haunt? Where was your, what was that one bar that was the definitive bar you would end up at? Um, it was, geez, man, it was, it, you know Westchester Pike. There yeah. was a lot of there was a lot of places you could get a sixer. Yeah. Uh, when you were like, you know, and don't take this the wrong way because twenty twenty one, you get in trouble for everything. But like, there was a lot of places you get a sixer when you were about twelve years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that bad? To say? No, no, no. It's just simply honest. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's accurate. <laughs> You know, because uh, you know, we would have a kid that would have that early mustache, you know what I mean? And yes, that, that yes. End, just enough. We would put enough mascara on him. He was tall, <laughs> You put your dad's trench coat on him, you know, your mom's weird fedora. We send him in. And uh, the blue room, you know, I don't want to call him out, but, you know, we pulled a couple over there for a couple of tall boys. Jamie, there was a kid, sixth grade growing up, Tony Canisano. Had a full mustache, <laughs> full mustache. Yeah, those, and then that's that's your that's your conduit. So, uh, but you, yeah, you, the fake mustaches, also the <laughs> fake IDs. I, we had a kid that used to sell his fake IDs behind the Red Lobster, eighty bucks. Oh, eighty bucks. <laughs> now, was was it was it real art or was it really? Because sometimes you had different levels of ID. We had somebody who actually did a, a cardboard cutout thing that you would. Uh, you would stand in front of, and they would take a picture of, and it looked like yep. a license. <laughs> that was that was later on. That was some good technology, <laughs> right? Is, this, this, we had. A, I remember we had a guy, and he was. I don't know, dude. I think I think he got it from China. I mean, he had like the fake seal. Yeah. He had it all. Dude. Wow. And he had a good business. It was eighty bucks, but back in the day, he had like six weeks delivery. That was, that was an eternity. <laughs> there was a uh, no, we had to use practical effects when I was a kid. There was no digital, like an exacto yeah. knife. Uh-huh. Cut a small picture of yourself and put it over mm-hmm. the deal. Yeah. yeah, there was a guy who showed up to our college, and I didn't get it, but it was like seventy five hundred bucks a person. But 
The problem was every single person that got this had the same exact address in address? New Jersey. Oh, no, no. So we went to the bar. <laughs> Everybody had to go in, like, staggered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's the, see, there's that type of stuff. I don't know if other people relate to that like we did. I mean, everybody used fake IDs, but, like, beef and beers, keggers in the park. Easy. Going to the shore, the mummers. This is all stuff that we know that Delco is starting to – I think Delco's going global, man. Delco is. We just, there's this story, and uh, we were reporting, press reported on it, I think it was last week, Kate Winslet having to learn a Delco accent for a dialect (laughs) for a movie and and saying it was the most arduous. It was in the top three of all the dialects she's ever had to try to approximate. She said that that was in the top three of the hardest ones. And she did one where she was like part Romanian and Swedish or something stupid like that. She's like gotta go. She got she gotta learn. She gotta go get a hoogie. Hey, yep. coke. Hey, go home. You know, there's Monday. There's Sunday. You got it. Yeah, it's genetic in you, though. It's it's harder for her. Um. So listen, we're, you guys were shooting in Upper Derby for this. This I don't know. I hope I'm not getting in trouble for this. Part of it was in Upper Derby, but a lot of it was shot in Newark. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, just. It's just like Upper Darby, but you know, nicer, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I mean, you're you're dealing with all the resort traffic when you shoot in Upper Darby, right. so. Yeah, right. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie, I remember hearing. I'm sure you've heard it before, but a joke that John Stewart told years ago, where he said, "Oh, he was performing at the Tower Theater," and he said, "Oh." Upper Darby, huh? Well, I'd hate to see Lower Darby, <laughs> which is Darby, and uh, <laughs> and Darby Heights. Know, Colin Quinn, Colin Quinn said one time when I met him, he said, "Oh, he's from he's from Philly." He said, "Oh, yeah. At least, at least Baltimore knows it's an on pit." <laughs> At least Baltimore knows it's an armpit. Uh, the the cast in this movie pretty impressive. You have Bruce Dern, who's a freaking legend, yeah. uh, long history. Um, you have Taron Manning, um, Orange Is the New Black, and a whole bunch of other stuff as well. And Kathy Moriarty uh, from Raging Bull and Neighbors and other movies. Was she in Silver Linings? Was was she didn't wasn't that who was De Niro's wife in in Silver Linings? I don't remember. No, no. I don't think it was her. It her no. Yeah, we. It, it's an amazing cast. We got Jeremy. We have, like you said, Kathy, Bruce, uh, and Karen, and Zach McGowan, um, and Sherry. It's just, it's great, man. I mean, you know, it, it's just incredible just to sit across a bar and be in a scene with Bruce Stern. So, know, everybody, but Bruce did, is, you know, just the OG. Did you get any Bruce Stern stories or any sort of, were you just, uh, you know, just because obviously there's downtime when you're filming. Did you get anything from him that was pretty or particularly uh, well, memorable? Well, we got, we, we, there's some stuff in the movie. I don't know if I can see on the radio, but like uh, <laughs> we were doing, there's a scene in the movie where we're talking about different things. And I can't wait. <laughs> Basically, we're talking about like different, uh, how do I say it? Uh <laughs> Cleveland Steamers. Yeah, yeah, Cleveland Steamers. Pittsburgh Platters, Dizzy Gillespie's. Yeah, yeah. So we were doing this whole thing, and and we were we're saying, (laughs) and then so I my character says, well, yeah, you you can get a plate job, and then Bruce (laughs) improvised. He goes, a plate job? What the hell is a goddamn plate job? (laughs) And then we improvise on it. So then we told Bruce what it was. 
off camera, and uh, his, his face is great. <laughs> that one I don't know from memory. I'm going to have to go look up what a plate, <laughs> a plate job, job, job is. You don't know what that is? That's a pretty simple. That's basic. That one. I assume it's that you crap on a plate? Uh, yeah, but it's see-through. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, now I get it. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now that sounds romantic. <laughs> now that sounds romantic. <laughs> Jamie, uh, how long ago did you move uh, from Philly to L.A.? Uh, about 32 years ago. Wow. So is Los Angeles your home and Philly is where you're from, or do you still consider this area to be your home? How does that How does that get delineated in your head? Um, I feel like L.A. is like, I don't know, man. I feel like I have two. I mean, Philly has like raised me, and everybody knows me from Philly. And yeah, it's my roots. And when I go back there, I feel very, very much at home. L.A. L.A. would still be my home. I mean, I've lived here more than double my time in Philly than I have in L.A. I've lived double in L.A., but I still consider Philly my my roots, if I could say that. So. I would still say Philly is my home home, but L.A. is my home. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It, it absolutely does. There, there's there's something – I mean, everyone likes to think that their area is unique and that sticks with you, but I, I think that that can be true in this case. I mean, professionally, that's where you need it to be out there. Uh, but uh, you know, it, it seems like well, you, you you love being back here. Let me let me let me ask you this question, Jamie, because um, you know Jeremy's character is is gone away. He's made good. He's a real estate developer. He comes back. And he falls back in with with the gang, um, but I don't know if he's met with a little resistance at first because he's kind of gone off in big time in a little bit. From your experience, what what's what's that been like? Going away, having success, especially making a name for yourself on a on a you know a celebrity yeah. level, and then you come back as you just brought right back, or is there how, how does that how does that work with you? Um, first of all, I want to thank you for calling me a celebrity. Uh, <laughs> wow, wow, I'm here for you, baby. Um, I say, I would say that, um, it, it, there's a lot of parallels to, you know, my life when, and other people's lives who have gone and, and left and come back. And as I've gone over the years and left Philly, I have appreciated it more and more and more. And I think that Philly has come into its own. I don't know if I'm, you know, crazy. I think, like, I think it's become a real hub. I think it's really cool. I think Delco, we, I used to grow up thinking, like, you know, it was normal. And then I was like, damn, man, like, I grew up on, like, Mars. Like, am I crazy? And then when I came back, like, now people are like, yo, you had that happen to you as a kid? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, so it really is, like, a unique place. The Delco area is just unique. I mean, I've been to Cairo, dude. I've been to South Africa, you know. I've been to Iceland. And I still am like, yo, Delco is definitely different. You know what I'm saying? So, I... It, it you you do like just like the movie you know how he appreciates what coming home I really do and I feel that uh, your home is what raises you and shapes you and you know when the Eagles won the Super Bowl I'm out there crying just like everybody else and I think a lot of heads around the world were because it's something that you can't understand unless you've been through those those pains and that win and that Super Bowl speaks to multiple things that we have yeah i mean obviously you know we're 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 getting through all this crap and getting back to i think what makes this this area so awesome which is the out and about and the people and 
and, and we're going to get there. I, I wanted to um, to ask you about the the new Scream movie that's getting some press. Uh, are any cameos from you? I mean, you 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 know you don't really survive the whole uh, uh, movie series line, but uh, has there been any talk about including you in this uh, upcoming Scream movie? Um, I mean, you know, I died like two movies ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would have loved to have lived, you know, because like when I died, you know, in that series, my paycheck also died. <laughs> By the way, you were also the one, you were the one who had the, the most knowledge of how these killers work. And yeah, they, I never, I thought you should have championed on through because you knew everything that was going on. Yeah, I mean, people always said, you know, like my character was the voice of the the audience and the people and spoke to what you were feeling as you were watching it. Um I mean, I'm excited because it's cool. It's like Scream is like a quarter, going to be a quarter century old, and it's still living on robustly. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, no, I'm. I mean, unfortunately, I'm deader than a, I'm deader than a doornail. There's and flashbacks. I mean, there's other characters. There's relatives that you know. I mean, a little bit of creativity could get you in there. But I guess if it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen. I mean, right now, right now, I'm 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 still dead. Uh, yeah. you know, still I, dead. But maybe maybe someday, you know, I can have a you know parallel universe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> so I got a little cred uh, with my daughter this weekend because we're having you on today, and she is a huge Criminal Minds fan and uh, fan, I should say. And actually, we were uh, watching an episode that you were in on Saturday. Is that a character that you probably most identify with, with all the characters you've ever played? <laughs> <laughs> you played a cannibal, didn't you? Um, I think, so you're saying I play a guy that eats people and then puts them in chili. Yeah, yeah. The right. Is that method uh, acting? Or? I was I was voted top ten creep in yeah. uh, of all the Criminal Minds. Uh, I was up there with me. Thank you. Top ten creep. No, um, you know, once you, yeah, once you put on those creepy glasses, I think it just kind of takes over. Do you, is you that, that that had to be cool to be? I mean, to just, I mean, no pun intended, sink your teeth into somebody that atypical oh. to the characters you usually play. Oh yeah, it's great. I mean, it's like, like I always say, you know, like uh, TV gives you the shots that movie will like. Those, that's like your warm up shot. You know what I mean? So like. Doing that guest spot is, uh, you know, Jason Alexander did one. Like I said, Frankie Munez, uh, James Vanderbeek. People that you don't normally see playing that creepy type of role, they let us do. And, and you know, it's it's really like a warm-up to, to the movies. I always say that, you know, Lifetime gives comedians a chance to play roles that movies don't usually do. You know what I mean? Because Lifetime... Um, it makes movies for two types of people, you know, women and date rapists looking for pointers. Well, that they do have a lot of date rape wow. movies. Yeah, they do. Is that too soon? Can we do jokes anymore? Yes. Left. Well, you know, I have to say, by the way, I just saw that there was this movie over the weekend with Judd Nelson and a girl in the basement. I think that's that's that was a, a lifetime. movie. That was a right? lifetime movie. Yeah. It's pr- pr- pretty brutal uh, i wanted to ask you your your association connection to the tremors universe uh how often what is the fan because i'm a fan of the entire series they just had uh they had a big ending in the series i won't give it away but um 
uh, your association with that? Do you get contacted a lot? Do you get recognized? Do you, do you, be, do you get invited to conventions? What's, what's your place in that universe currently? Um, well, I did five and I did six and I wasn't in the most recent one, but yeah, I mean, we do a ton of conventions, you know, I think Billy has a big one. Yeah. Um, I don't know which one it is, but I did Mad Monster in Cherry Hill and that was really big. Um, but yeah, I mean, I play Burt Gummer's son, you know, I'm basically, you know, Travis Welker. I'm a, I'm the product of a one nighter. And then uh, he basically, which is not acting possibly. And I basically, I was, I was, you know, his son for a while. And, and those movies have been so good to me, you know, they're, like they're, they're totally, they're incredibly fun. Love them. Yeah. They're, they're just yeah, they fun. Really are. Yeah. They, they, it's like you go in and, and again, like you're saying, like screaming stuff, this is just a robust universe. Because everything is everything, you know, yeah. like people want to consume what they want to consume. It's just they can get it anywhere. Why not get it, you know, and why not make people with, with, for what the people love? And right. people love Tremors, and I just love doing them, man. I think they're so fun. I think so what, I'm, I'm his son. What's such a crack up is that you have Michael Gross, who is, you know, the, the, the most, you know, the, the, the loving dad from sitcom realm is, is, this, is this hunter and this, uh, you know, this badass in this series. And to have you as his, uh, the son of the main character is is pretty pretty cool in itself. Oh, it's so cool because it, it's you. Tremors has made an impact on pop society. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, if you say that name, people know what it is. So just to be associated with it, everything is like eventually just gonna. I think go streaming. I don't know how long movies are gonna. Movies it's it's yeah. weird. It's yeah. weird. Like like the Golden Globes last night. I don't know if you caught any of it, but it, it was hard for them to make delineations between what constitutes a movie movie mm-hmm. and what constitutes a mini series and then a TV series because the lines are so blurred. Yeah, I mean it's all just it's all just it's on now. It's, it's kind of a beautiful time because. It's all about creating what you want to make, right? And it's right. like, yeah, you want to be in a movie and have a premiere and all this stuff. But it's like people just want their content when they get it. You know, I'm sure your daughter who likes coming online watches a lot of stuff on her phone. And that's as good as going to a movie theater. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> I am, too. I, I like it. Uh, I know more about YouTube than I do regular movies now. Well, and there's a lot more work now available yeah. for people who want to get into the industry, too, which is cool. Yeah. You know, i got to tell you guys, I'm such... You know, you guys are such hometown heroes, and I love, you You know, coming on here. And, and you guys have a pretty big Instagram account. And I I hearted and commented, like, five pictures, and no one ever hearts me back. Oh, oh what the hell's no. happening? That's not cool. You know what? And, and I'm like, damn, man, can I get one heart? You know who else doesn't heart me? Gritty. Gritty? Oh, no. Time. You're not no. alone there. He's very selective in his uh, what he likes, what he doesn't like. Uh, so don't take that personally, Jamie. He is. You guys, man. I feel like you got you and gr- you guys and Gritty. I swear, I see you on the national scale. No, we actively like snub you. Yeah. <laughs> no, we have so, to make good on that. You're, we, I'm I'm currently hearting uh, every everything. single one. Of, yeah. yeah look at this. <laughs> Boom. Last call. Hearted. Yeah. Boom. Here we go. Money. Yeah. Hearted. Here's Yo, some weird isn't thing. This crazy. I'm a 50 year old guy, and like I will talk to somebody in a DM, like a dude for like business, and then he'll like have the last words, and then like. He'll heart me, and then I'll be like, "Do I heart that heart?" 
Yes. Like, I'm yeah. a 50-year-old guy wondering what emoji to use. That's the world we live in. Uh, that's, and it's so bizarre. It's like getting a thank you note for a thank you note. And it's like, uh, <laughs> okay, when will this, when will this? It's like looking exactly. into a mirror with a mirror behind you. Yep. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Yeah, I've quit trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like some bizarre M.C. Escher painting. Yeah. So, is this a um uh, a, a video podcast that you do? Yeah, I do that too. It's called I uh, Hate to Break It to You, and uh, yeah, I've been doing that once the demic hit. I really started getting more into it, you know, because the only thing we can do is do stuff in our garage. Do you have anything outside of like that's moving into production now because of the? I mean, so, some stuff is you know there's been some stuff that's that's coming back online as things t- seem to be going in a, in a better direction. Uh, have you been on any sets during COVID times? Uh, I mean, I assume this was shot prior. Um. Yeah. This was last call was the last thing I did. Yeah. Um, I was going to do a movie. We were going to do a movie in Vegas, and then it got shut down. But. I I am starting to like take meetings on stuff. Okay. You know, like different streamers, you know, like Netflix and stuff. I've had a couple like Zoom calls, but a lot of I think stuff is happening more, but it's slow. You know, I mean, but bigger productions are happening, but they're happening more outside of the country. Right. But yeah. I think it's I think it's happening now. It's good. I, I don't know. I don't. You know, we're kind of on lockdown. We just. I- got opened up a little it's bit. going to be trickling in i would imagine and and getting things back up to full bores probably another year away you know it may might be we'll have to see well do malibu can you guys go can you eat inside of dunkin donuts there uh, you can there it there yes. it depends on where you are and the percentage of capacity but right. kathy what were you gonna no, say i was gonna say not yet they still have like the tables at least in in uh the counties i'm uh like montgomery county and uh, i don't know inside philadelphia but no you still can't sit like at duncan you just can grab your food and go but I mean, some of those Dunkins, that's a good idea to do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I just you like to take, grab and run. I take. I'll actually take food from my house and just go eat in businesses. Just, <laughs> just, just to get that feeling. No, there are restaurants. There's a percentage, in, yeah, outside of Philly proper. Um, you know that that are things. Things are starting on, yeah. on the path, and I think also, you know, there, there, there's some some good news on the horizon. So hopefully, we have. You know, more projects from you down the line because we yeah. love having you on the show. And we got stuff to watch. We got is, stuff to which watch. Which is great, too. Yeah. So I just want to remind people that uh, Last Call in theaters, on demand, iTunes, Amazon, and pay-per-view March 19th. And when we get a little bit closer, we'll we'll remind you again because it's it's all about this area. Yeah, It's all right in here. And you got to follow stuff. us back on Instagram, by the way. I don't follow you? No. No, no you just yeah, kind of stalk so us from afar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wow. Gritty, Gritty follows us. <laughs> uh, what's the Phillies fanatic's name? Philly fanatic? Philly fanatic. Yeah. That's oh, his. no. That's it. No, I mean the Sixers. Oh, uh, that's Franklin. Frank, oh, okay. Franklin. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what his handle would be online or anything. He has a big, I big mutated him. head. <laughs> yep. All right. Yeah. I'm definitely going to follow you. I'm so sorry. Man. All right. No, it's all good, man. Nothing but love here. We fixed everything. Yep. All right. But, James, we're, <laughs> we're going to wrap, and we'll remind everybody about the uh, about uh, the, the release date, March 19th, last call. And then whenever anything else is coming up, please get in touch, man, because we love talking to you, all right? Yeah, I love it, man. I really appreciate you guys' time, and I love you, man. And, and thank you. And go Delco, baby. <laughs> you got it. All right. Love you. Jamie Kennedy, yeah! guys, on the Preston Steve Show. 
Delco representing big time. So it looks like a good movie, man. I love um, there was a lot of quiet little movies like this about the hometown people. Yeah, you know, there's and the the guy who went away and comes back totally. I'm a I'm a sucker for that. There's there's a lot of good movies that are like that. You're right about somebody coming back home after yeah. after a length of time, maybe falling back in with some of the same people. And to and be honest, that's every Hallmark Christmas movie. Yeah, you, you know what? You're They've right. They've gone away uh-huh. and they come back and they remind during the Christmas Cane Festival, uh, the, the the Candy Cane Festival. They're yeah. reminded what they really missed about the small town life. It was here. Yeah, <laughs> this was it. This is where I was meant. But to But usually be. those towns are a lot more picturesque and scenic than. Upper Darby, yeah, <laughs> Darby Heights. <laughs> I am a sucker for anything that's shot here, though. You know, even if oh, it's yeah. not a great movie, I will, I will watch it because, uh, like, there was a trailer for that Ed Helms movie a few yeah. years ago that was set in Philadelphia, and like they they did some aerial shots. They didn't film a lick of it here, but I was like, ah, all right, I'll watch it. I know it sort of pisses you off, yeah. especially when they do it. But that, like uh, Servant, you yeah. know, you oh, got yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's constant references, and and Kathy, I caught. I know we had night on the other day, but. Mm-hmm. It was the uh, oh, Franklinville Mall, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Uh, instead of the uh, Franklin, Franklin Mills. Mills Mall. Yeah, did, there's some things they'll rename, but for the most part, it's all about it's it's local name checks. And we and- were Presley and Stove, right? <laughs> 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 he didn't even. That'd be a good name for yeah. like a, a bar, like yeah. a, Presley, yeah, and, Presley Stove. and Stove. I like it. Yeah, I was. Uh, I kind of said like, "Oh, he got that wrong," but I'm. I think that obviously was intentional. Yeah. Now I didn't think right. about it on Friday, but I guess they must not be able to use like the exact name. Right. Um, another uh, movie that's that's got that wasn't filmed here, but is featured here is Shazam. Yeah, they did like one day of shooting mm-hmm. on the on the art museum steps. I think. And I just saw a, a couple of cast members announced for the next movie, and I'm hoping they shoot that here. I'm hoping they shoot more than just the quick exterior shots. Well, they shot they shot part of that here, and then the rest was in Toronto. I think. Yeah, it has to do with tax credits. I know, um, and we we but we for the longest time with uh, uh, who is her uh, uh, Sharon Pinkerson? Yeah, yeah, the very aggressive. Yeah. Oh, that's what the Great that's Philadelphia the whole thing Film is based Office on. is all about. Yeah, is trying to get better tax uh, credits for uh, this area, so that there will be more filming here, more, more work jobs, here, yeah, and more spotlight on the city as well, too. Absolutely, you know? so. people know that Shazam lives here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like Marvel, all of those movies are filmed in um, like Georgia. Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. And it used to not be that. It used to be in North Carolina was where that started. North Carolina, Vancouver. Yeah. So for TV, you'll find that a ton of the DC shows are filmed in Vancouver. Okay. Um, you know, because it's just a hop, skip, and a jump up from California. There was another show I was watching the other show or a movie that was supposedly Dallas here. was shot in Newark. Uh, wow, yeah. that's <laughs> South Fork is is in Newark. There was something else that was that was around here, and I couldn't I couldn't think of what it is. Well, but. we're gonna have the uh, the writer from Mayor of Easttown, which is a Steve you were referencing earlier, the Kate Winslet doing the accent, the local accent, struggling with, and Brad Inglesby's mm. a Philly guy, he grew up in Berwyn, and uh, he's gonna be on the show tomorrow. I nice. will be. I'm so curious to find out where she stayed, and because she they, Kate they Winslet, yeah, because they filmed a lot of it down in that uh, the Sun Studios. I think yes. Casey, they had to interrupt filming too. I think they yeah. started and then stopped and then started up again because of pandemic. Um, and because it was supposed to come out last year, and now it's coming out in April. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm assuming she probably stayed in one of the hotels on the 
Governor Prince Boulevard or you know, 291. Maybe that'll them Ramada down there in Essington. Right, right sure. Uh, area. I'm thinking, yeah, so some, some place with hourly rates. Yeah. I would assume. Uh, let, let me ask you guys, and here's a question my wife and I were talking about. The, will you see shows now, shows that are obviously current, where there's they're not wearing masks or referring to to COVID. Mm. I, I, to me, that's like a that's a break from yeah. everything. Oh yeah, yeah. I, sure. Do you, yeah. I, 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 I think, prefer. I, it. I think that's the way to go. I, yeah. I think anything else would be dating it. You know, and I, like I, this I, is us went full into like pandemic and yeah. masks and political, and I was kind of like, oh, man, like you want to break from it. Yeah. I've had enough. Just keep it where you had it before. Did the chick from Grey's Anatomy on the show die from COVID? Didn't she die from COVID? I don't know. Okay, how long ago was this? Mm, within the past couple of months. I didn't even know that show was still on. I, know. I thought she choked to death on a sponge cake. <laughs> That's a sponge cake. Yeah, because they're surgeons. You know, they can't no. <laughs> sponges and stuff. No, I don't know. I never heard. I, I, I didn't even know she was dead. <laughs> I, I stopped watching that show after never watching it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right after that. <laughs> me too. All right. I just never, it never appealed to me. Uh, you know what? The, the story I want to pass along before we get away from uh, this, because it's, it's timely. It happened over, over the weekend. And uh, this is, uh, do we have a Preston's Feel Good Corner or anything like that? Uh, feel we, we've had this a feel good story. Preston's Heroes? Yes. <laughs> um, and this one is out of uh, New Jersey. That's right next to us. It's oh, yeah, right yeah, across yeah, yeah. the river over there. And why are we playing Girl from Ipanema? I don't know. Do you need a... I thought you needed, like, a, a song. How about the... The Girl from Ipanema? <laughs> That's better. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, it's time the... for Preston's Heroes. Celebrating the finest that our world has to offer. Wait, this is the same song. It is, but it's the it's musical version. I'm like, first of all, I'm like, this is a bossa nova, cool. And yeah. then I hear the whistle, I'm like, oh, this is Girl from Ipanema. The singing on this is so laconic. So I guess... I love that song. Oh, you find it sleepy? I like it. I, I do like it. Feel good corner. Uh, a New Jersey plumber who wanted to help Texans dealing with burst pipes and other damage uh, after last week's winter storms drove to Houston wow. with a truck full of tools and got to work. Awesome. Isn't that great? Uh, he's and- charging triple rate, but he's in there. <laughs> Andrew Mitchell is his name. He and his wife, Keisha, decided to make the 22-hour drive from Morristown. That's awesome. Uh, with their two-year-old son, Blake, after hearing that local plumbers were overwhelmed with calls and that uh, some customers could, uh, couldn't could get help for weeks. Yeah, a lot of their plumbing is just not designed to handle super cold weather. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Pinnock, who is Keisha's brother... And Mitchell's apprentice went with them uh, before leaving New Jersey. They bought as many plumbing supplies as they could afford. Uh, Pinnock said because those items are currently hard to find in Texas. Uh, the group arrived in Houston on, uh, I think it was last Sunday. And uh, Pinnock's sister who lives in Houston connected them with several people who had been looking to hire plumbers. And they quickly enlisted the services of Mitchell's Plumbing and Heating. Now, I assume that they're not doing it gratis, right? Or are they? No, I would imagine that. Yeah, but paid. I mean, it's also just smart business on their well, behalf. The, yeah. it's, well, part of it's uh, for for the the reason that it's 
so helpful is it's timely. People need to get this they done need it now. now. And there's yeah, only yeah. so many people that can do the work. So Not everyone they, can do plumbing the way we can at home, Preston. Even if they are making money, I mean, they're still supplying much-needed uh, service. Dude, my toilet was running yesterday. And <laughs> oh, I, my God. Uh, successfully lifted the lid and then uh, reapplied the little stopper. <laughs> right, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty a pretty plumber. much plumber, yeah. I'm a plumber. I <laughs> do I need to join the union? Right. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Uh, They've also want... brought ear, uh, they brought nose hair remover kits too. Yeah. Do you want me to have Rochelle come over and fix yes, it please. for you? Yeah. Right. Uh, by the time he said, by the time we got there, uh, it was already about four or five jobs lined up. Wow. Uh, and we just hit those first, and then everything after that has really just been referrals from uh, the initial customers, uh, like their friends and family. That so. was a toilet repair. That'll be fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the the energy over there is. Is all privatized, right? So were they weren't they running Not into everything? I don't think they, well, El Paso is on a different grid, right? Yeah, most a different of Texas grids, is, yeah, right. So uh, there were issues there where people were being charged like crazy amounts of money, like a thousand dollars for like one day of power down there, um, and, right? And like the energy companies were telling people, don't turn, don't use the power because you're going to be charged. Thousands of dollars. They, they've since stepped on that. I think the, they uh, did. Yeah, okay. they stepped in and stopped that gouging. Mm. Uh, so that was cool of them to to go down and do. This that. very cool. By the way, Sharon Pinkinson just texted me. Oh, oh. yeah, what she have to say? Yeah, she said. Uh, she said, "Hey, my daughter said you were talking about me. <laughs> do you want to call me?" <laughs> Uh, if you guys wow, she's hitting on you. If you, no, oh. she means to be on the oh, show. I'm sorry, oh. married man. Talk about well, she heard about your freshly shorn nose. Tax- <laughs> <laughs> about the tech. Do you want me to give you her number, or do you have it? Yeah, let's talk to her. All right. Well, what are you wearing, <laughs> dear Sharon? What are you? Yeah, wearing? Is your hair wet? Yeah. She's got that incredible head yes. of hair. Uh, oh, my God. I can't find her Come damn on. number. Hey, well, you got nose hair all over it. Give her a call real quick and, and see if she wants to tell us what the latest is. On trying I'd love to, get, to see. Trying to get more movies uh, here in Philadelphia. It's so exciting. We have a major, you know, studio. As you said, Sun Studio, right? Yeah. Yeah. It? yeah. All right. I'll mention one more feel-good song. Preston's uh, <laughs> feel-good corner. Uh, a man who identified himself only as the COVID bandit. It employees at a Denver restaurant with something unexpected, an extremely generous tip. The man dined at Guard and Grace on Saturday and gave each worker $200 there. Nice. Uh, but that totals up to 6800 bucks. That's had a lot awesome. Of, a lot of people working there. Yeah. He uh, actually... And he just kind of left it. So the owner, a guy named Troy Guard, wrote on Facebook, whoever this person is, Thank you so much for your kind act of, uh, for, no, for your act of kindness, not your kind act of kindness. <laughs> <laughs> your kindly act of kindiosity. Uh, and your sincere, genuine, sincerity. caring, your sincere sincerity. Your sincere sincerity <laughs> and your thoughtful thoughtfulness <laughs> uh, that you just bestowed upon our guard Bestoies. and grace staff. Your good goodness. <laughs> <laughs> sign the, the, okay, uh, sign the COVID bandit. Used, yeah. with a, used with a credit card that has my name on it, so you do know who I am. So What's we do. That? Well, what I'm saying is, let's let's find out who this person is. Okay, so we can uh, get that to do it. Or maybe they they wanted to. They wanted to remain anonymous. I, I don't know, but yeah, and you're they, right they clearly they covered some information. But but I mean, it's a wonderful thing. I think he had instructions on, as it says at the top of the receipt that we're looking at, um, two hundred to each employee. Which meant fifty to each employee, and the manager got <laughs> right, right. 
<laughs> right, exactly. Forty five hundred dollars. All right, let's uh, let's roll it back uh, right. to movies here for a second. Right. We were just talking to Jamie Kennedy, and we we're talking about this movie Last Call, and then we started talking about movies filmed locally here in right. Philadelphia. We're and tax about incentives, servant, and right. yeah, and tax uh, tax uh, credits and all that stuff. And then we had mentioned Sharon Pinkinson, who is the uh, executive director of the Greater Philadelphia Film Office, and she texted me. So Sharon's on the phone. Hey, hi, Sharon. Hey, how are you guys? Great. How you doing? Well, I'm terrific. My daughter was in the car, and she had, I did I missed catching you up with you. Yes. And she said, "You better call Preston. <laughs> They're talking about." It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're, so we were just talking about uh, we were talking to Jamie Kennedy. This movie, Last Call, which I guess was shot here last year with Jeremy Piven. Uh, it's coming out on the 19th, and then we just started talking about movies shot here locally, and your name came up. So, and I was just listening tonight the other day on the on this show. Yeah, oh, a good interview. Oh, he's <laughs> the best. He is. He's awesome. So he's doing it here. Can you give us some uh, some some perhaps good news about uh, what might be on the horizon? How is the film and television production scene here in Philadelphia going? Well, actually, we had an unbelievable turnaround in August when all of our shows um, that had to stop because of COVID, right. they all came back with these remarkable COVID protocols um, that were beyond any other industry. And it was just amazing. So um, Servant came back to complete season two, as I'm sure uh, you know you know about that. Right. And, of course, they're, they're starting right now um, to shoot season three. So we're thrilled about that. Um, they're going to be a, a lot more time in Center City um, this this season. So that's going to be um, interesting. <laughs> hey, Sharon, I had mentioned the movie uh, Shazam because they only did like one day of shooting here to get some exterior shots. And then I know they're going to do a sequel to that. Do you have any idea if they plan on filming in Philadelphia? Yeah. As a matter of fact, over the weekend we had some correspondence about it. Yes, they're um, you know they're they're uh, the goal is to be shooting a bunch of stuff over in the where the Phillies are playing. So okay. oh, that, so okay, so so maybe more than just one day, more than you know. I, I think so. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, we're excited about Shazam coming back. What else is um, on the on the roster? If you can if you can hint without you know uh, losing your job. Well, you know what the, the the problem right now is we're out of tax credits, so oh. no new shows can come until there's tax credits, which is what I know you were talking about tax credits. It's yeah. so challenging. Um, you know, the good news is that we we have a, um, a a state legislator who's taken up the banner of increasing the tax credits to 125 million because you know. We we split it with Pittsburgh. We're out of money like the day the budget gets passed. It's insane. So so um, so so when so obviously as Preston mentioned, you know when one of these productions comes to town, there's just tons of jobs associated with it, and hundreds, so and hundreds. right. So um, is it is it really an uphill battle to get them to okay this? They don't get it. You know, we've been having a problem getting it increased at all. And thank God they haven't gotten rid of it. And yet we're, you know, we're competing with states that are, are uncapped. Yeah. You know, that's, they say, come, come to us. Georgia's like the biggest state in the nation now. It's like, it's crazy. And yeah. They don't even have crew. It's, they're so busy. We've, we've, so, we've, we got to do something about that. Yeah. I mean, especially with the facilities we have here. I mean, yeah. you know, how, how cool would it be to have a full friggin' Marvel movie shot here? Well, that's what no Sharon does. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what the Greater Philadelphia Film Office does, is try to get this stuff to happen. 
Yeah, definitely. So, you know, we're optimistic that we're going to that we're going to get an increase, but every year we get beat down. Um the, the the legislators unfortunately count the direct dollars that come back directly from the from the productions instead of looking at all the jobs and all the cars they bought and all the kids that they clothes that they buy and all Yeah. That. I mean, they don't count any of that stuff. And yet it is it is such an amazing industry that really benefits the region because look at how much we all love the movies. Absolutely. I, I almost thought we were, we, those of us who work in the film industry were essential essential workers because <laughs> what would we have done without all of that stuff on TV? And honestly, <laughs> you know, like they joked last night at the, the, Glo- the Golden Globes that, you know, Gina Fey and, uh, and uh, Amy Poehler were saying some of the shows up for nominations this year include the old episodes of Columbo you've been watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were a Right. Yeah, what a trip. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. So I, yeah, I mean, I can't. I mean, there's always going to be shows that are going to be here that are not that are going to shoot without getting tax credits because mm-hmm. they might not qualify and they'll do it anyway. And I'm happy to stay in touch with you guys as things develop. Yes, okay. let us know. Um, yeah, I will absolutely. So I'm going to give a, a shout out to Senator Camera Bartolotta, um, who is um, a, a woman who is taking up this banner and she's beautiful and she's brilliant and she's a state senator and hopefully she's the one who's going to, you know, twist their arms and get us some more money. So, good. Um, yeah, hope so, so. yeah, we're excited about that. All right, Sharon, keep fighting the good fight. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Yeah. Great talking to you guys. You too. Thanks Sharon so Pinkett. Last minute conversation there. I love it. Nice. Well, yeah, I'd love to see more movies here. We got to take a break. We uh, we're going to come back in a moment. We have some uh, B file stories on the way, and uh, we'll see what else we can remind you of. We'll be right back. Are you an MMR VIP? Sign up for free at WMMR.com for access to VIP contests, special deals, and to be the first to know about important stuff. It's like having an MMR backstage pass without having to do something nasty to get it. <laughs> All right, let's trick, take another trip into the bizarre. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre Brought to you this morning by Royal Farms. Real fresh, real fast. You can start each morning with a hot, fresh cup of Royal Farms coffee. It's made from one cup at a time. Uh, from the finest coffee beans in the world. And freshly ground just seconds before serving. All right, we'll start with this interesting defense. The state Supreme Court, and unfortunately uh, in this story I don't know what state it was, upheld a murder conviction Friday against a man who claimed that a warrior gene made him predisposed to impulsive acts of violence. So he has a warrior gene. Warrior gene. Okay. Okay. In a unanimous decision, the justices ruled that a lower like court Aries. a lower court was justified in excluding evidence about a theory that lacks scientific reliability in the conviction of Anthony Blas Yepes by a jury for the death of an elderly Santa Fe man in 2012. Uh, defense attorneys say Yepes was incapable of forming the intent to deliberately kill, but expert testimony on the scientific claim was excluded in the pre-trial hearing phase. So he was encouraged by the genetics of his of his warrior past to beat up an elderly man. Yeah, and to kill yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to kill him. Yes, Yepes was convicted in the 2000, in 2015 in the killing of his girlfriend's step grandfather during a domestic dispute. He's serving a 22 year sentence 
uh, for second-degree murder with additional time for auto theft and tampering with evidence. I'm a warrior. Uh, uh, his girlfriend, uh, Janine Sandoval, was also sentenced to nine years in prison for her role in the killing on a guilty plea. Did she attempt a Valkyrie defense? I, she may have yeah. had a Valkyrie gene. I'm not sure. Authorities in Spain's northern Cantabria region are investigating how an elephant killed a worker at a local zoo. 44-year-old Joaquin Gutierrez died in a hospital on Tuesday several hours after a female elephant struck him with it, with its trunk while he was cleaning its enclosure at the uh, Cabarcheno Nature Park. Uh, and the blow knocked Gutierrez back and he hit his head against the pen's bars. Yeah. I mean, they've got enough weight where just a nudge to them can throw you across the room. Uh, Gutierrez had uh, been working with elephants at the zoo for almost 20 years. Uh, the elephant that struck him had a foot infection and is likely pregnant. She may- weighs more than four metric tons. So, Jeez. sounds like a nasty accident. Uh, you guys see from time to time uh, work vans and trucks that say 1-800-HOWS-MY-DRIVING, yes. you know, that uh-huh. type of thing. Yes. Well, there was a couple in an, in Ontario uh, who called such a number, but they didn't quite, it didn't go as well as they thought it would. Uh, this week saw the <clears throat> culmination of a road rage incident that could have ended far worse, but it'll be one for the books. Uh, police received a call from a woman who was a passenger in a car driven by her husband. A blue Chevrolet van had been tailgating them until it pulled out to pass him on her side. And as the van passed, the driver threw a partially filled plastic water bottle at her, striking her in the face through the open window. The woman was not injured. The water bottle landed inside the vehicle. Well, they called the number on the van. Yes. You know, it said, right. how's my driving? Guess who answered the phone? That driver? The dude that threw the Are bottle. You kidding me? Answered the phone. Oh. So he saw his opportunity to continue yelling at them via this new medium. A couple followed at a safe distance until police intercepted the van. A passenger in the van said he had been asleep when he was awakened by the driver who was starting his argument and watched it continue to unfold on the phone. Uh, this week, a judge sentenced the driver to a four-month house arrest for assaulting <laughs> with a weapon, being the water. Well, bottle. it really doesn't work if the number you call is the right. guy. Yeah, if yeah. it's the driver of the vehicle. I don't know if he was like the owner of yeah, the yeah, company yeah. or whatever it was, but who knows? Call this number so I can yell at you some more. All right, this is the story of Jason Collier. He was the chief of the Stinnett Police Department in Texas, and by all means, a family man. And that was until the world learned. That he had a wife, an ex-wife, three fiancés, and 15 girlfriends. What's even more shocking is that none of them had any idea about the others until recently. Until social media gave him away. And they lived in the same house, right? Uh, The father of four was outed by his former girlfriend on Facebook. And things got pretty heated fast since the story went viral in a matter of seconds. Uh, Cecily Steinmetz. Uh, accused Collier of having a double-slash-triple life with at least two girlfriends while being married with four kids. That's crazy. Uh, Steinman's posted on Facebook what went down with Collier and their alleged affair. She even tagged the city of Stinnett, uh, writing, Chief Jason Collier is living a double-slash-triple life. It was his girl. I was his girlfriend until yesterday. He lied to me and presented me with uh, fake annulment documents. When I found out he was married, I also found out about his second girlfriend, Christy, last night. Christy and the cheater were even engaged. Oh, boy. At the time, he wrote on his current wife's uh, Opal's Facebook wall saying, I fall short daily of being the godly husband. (laughs) I would say so. Okay. What about the 15 girlfriends? 
Uh, City manager uh, Dirk Downs uh, gave a statement since there was no way to avoid the burning topic. Uh, He read, the city is taking this seriously and will be looking into any violations of city police. Uh, Chief Jason Collier has been placed on leave while the city investigates. Uh, As per city policy, we will refrain from commenting on any personal issues of personnel in a public forum. Uh, Collier is no longer present on social networks, uh, but his ex and current girlfriends are busy swapping stories. So far, 15 of them came out, and they all say the same thing. They had no idea that Jason was a taken man. That's astonishing. Wow. Uh, First off, where do you find the time? B, where do you find the money? Because obviously, you know, I assume you're... You're buying gifts around certain holidays and stuff like that? Yep. One last story. Uh, In Australia, a grandmother uh, gave a thief a lesson he won't soon forget. Security video shows the the suspect wearing flip-flops, running away with the woman's handbag after grabbing it off a table at a local tavern. She catches up to him, grabs him by the shoulders, tackles him to the ground. She gets him in a headlock (laughs) as the two wrestle in the parking lot before the woman grabs her bag back and even pulls the man's shirt and flip-flops off. She manages to keep the bag as the thief uh, disentangles himself from the tackle, even tossed his flip-flop back at him as he fled. Awesome. Uh, The thief took off in his truck but was later arrested on a robbery charge. (laughs) The woman suffered cracked ribs as well as cuts and bruises, but she wasn't holding back. Uh, It was the best way for her to end her birthday. It wasn't the best way for her to end her birthday celebration that had been going on. Well, she got got her pocketbook at the bar at the time. And there you go, your bizarre file. We're going to break. We're going to come back. We're going to give you something if you've been paying attention because we're going to have a lesson question from today's program. And we're also going to get the trash and music news. So make sure you stay with us. Be right back. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It's a Monday. We have $500 to give away again this week. We did it last week. Made somebody really, really happy. We'd love for you to be happy, too. Uh, All you have to do is keep track of the letters that we have. The letter is coming up at the end of our program. So don't miss that opportunity to win with the lesson question. Um, We're going to do that. Not lesson question with the um, letter of the day, word of the week. I am a little bit sidetracked because I know I have music news coming up and I don't know where it is. Is it behind oh, your vanity no. mirror? No, it is not behind my vanity mirror. Uh, but it might be on my desk if someone could take a look. We'll call red, a clip. red paper clip for music news, <laughs> if you wouldn't mind. So Marissa's going to go take a look for me. Thank you. All right, so we're going to do this question and we are going to give away today hand and stone gift card. Ooh. Valid for a free massage or facial. The question we're going to go with this morning is what actor pleasured himself and then fell asleep at the Golden Globes? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. What actor pleasured himself and then fell asleep at the Golden Globes? 215-263-WMMR. And we will do the trash while you are calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. I brought to you this morning by your local Confidence Plus Center. Car in need of service? Find your location at myconfidenceplus.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, TMZ reporting the two men who dognap Lady Gaga's bulldogs are part of a dognapping ring who specifically targeted her pups. Though nothing has been confirmed, many believe the Mr. Big of this ring is none other than Cat Stevens. Whoa, uh, see? God. Cats and dogs. Oh. Always, man. 
Though he is serving time in a Chicago prison, R. Kelly did have one positive experience. He received both his COVID vaccination shots. Kelly says that while he is grateful, he would really love a vaccine that protects him from routinely getting sodomized with broom handles. And finally, Kylie Jenner blowing up the Internet with pictures of her in lingerie, she says, quote, leaves very little to the imagination. Kylie further explains, saying the only things you'll have to imagine are her nipples and vagina. (laughs) (laughs) And that's your Hollywood truth. All righty, and we shall see if someone was paying close attention this morning and knows the answer to this. Uh, Which actor pleasured himself and then fell asleep at the Golden Globes last night? 215-263-WMMR. We're going to go to Bridget. Hey there, Bridget. Hey, guys. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Bridget. All right, so tell me who fell asleep, who pleasured himself and then fell asleep at the Golden Globes. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. You got it. Bridget, hang on. Bridget is going to get a hand and stone massage and facial spa. uh, Actually, a gift card good for a free massage or facial at hand and stone. Uh, Taking time for yourself isn't selfish. It's self-care. Schedule a relaxing massage or refreshing facial at your local hand and stone massage or facial spa. For just fifty nine ninety five for a first time guest, and you can visit one of their fifty five area locations on handandstone dot com. We're going to do music news now. Preston and Steve's music news on ninety three three WMMR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, brought to you this morning by Royal Farms. Real fresh, real fast. Start each morning with a hot, fresh cup of Royal Farms coffee. It's made one cup at a time from the finest coffee beans in the world and freshly ground just seconds before serving. We'll start with the group Imagine Dragons. Lead singer Dan Reynolds has donated his Las Vegas childhood home to an LGBT plus organization. Uh, it's reported the donation is part of the $8 million eight houses campaign via the nonprofit in Circle organization who are building resource centers for LGBT plus youth in Arizona, Idaho, Nevada, and Utah. Uh, Reynolds Home will be the first uh, in Circle Home in Vegas, and it's valued at a million dollars, and he's handing it over to him. He recently told Good Morning America, I've watched throughout my life the difficult path that LGBTQ youth have, uh, especially coming from homes of faith. And now to know with my mom and dad's blessing, I was able to purchase the home for them. And it's going to be the first Encircle home in Las Vegas. And that is powerful for me. Uh, Encircle currently has three operational homes in Utah with a fourth being built. So good on him. Sammy Hagar spoke at length about his final text with his long estranged bandmate, Eddie Van Halen. Uh, during a chat recently, the Red Rocker shed light on the tone of the chats and their tentative plans for a major Van Halen reunion tour. Sammy said that uh, when he said that when uh, when and if Eddie uh, an Eddie tribute concert takes place, Wild Horses would not be able to keep him away. He said, "I have nothing to do with the legacy. Uh, that's their business. That's Wolfie and Alex. They're the family members." Whoever wants to call me and say, here's the date, I will be there. I don't care where I am. I'll cancel a show if I need to. Is, is that a concern that Wild Horses would conspire? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's a concern of his. Uh, the nature of his texts he spoke about were based on friendship, not business. He said it was so awesome. Uh. Our texts were so plain and simple. Hey, man, how you doing? And then he'd start opening up about uh, to me about you know how sick he was. And, so. dude, I just had this tumor on the side of my neck. And... He said, so I was I was always checking on him, 
uh, seeing how he was doing, that was our relationship. Hey, when can we get together? Like, you know, hey, Ed, uh, tell me when you're ready. I'm going to drive over and cook you a big old spaghetti dinner, you know? Uh, it sounds like, well, the, you know what? At least on that level, he had those that good experience towards the end. It didn't end with them yeah. estranged. Yeah. It ended with them very friendly. He said we were talking like that. It's not, you know, he's, he's, he said the guy's got cancer. He's on his deathbed. We're not talking about how much money he's got in the bank. We were just trying to be friends and soulful and let each other know uh, that we're okay. Uh, I'm there for you. And he, he touched on the fact that they, they had kicked around the idea of doing a reunion tour, you know, with everybody involved. And uh, it just, obviously, that wasn't going to happen. I mean, at the end of it all, the only thing you have is your money, right? Well, or, I mean, if you want wrong? to. <laughs> you, can, you can take all of it with you. Yeah, every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that, that's the one thing that will pour it into the afterlife yeah, is your investments and your cash. Uh, sometimes inspiration happens in the strangest places. Uh, Angus Young. Uh, was recently uh, interviewed, and he recalled coming up with a key lyric to ACDC's 1979 classic, Highway to Hell. And apparently, it happened in the bathroom. He said, I started playing the beginning, the intro, but I didn't have anything to sing. And I said, okay, give me a few minutes. And I went into the toilet, and then I go, I think I've got it. And then I've got it. And he came in, and he said, there you go. It was Highway to Hell. Yeah. So he th- he came up with it while he was... Wasn't it originally Service Road to Satan? On the toilet. Maybe. I haven't heard that story No, yet. yeah, yeah. They needed less syllables. Yeah. Uh, Angus spoke candidly on how he was able to personally deal with the loss of his friend and bandmate, mm. uh, Bon Scott. He said um, it He said it was... Um, it put you in shock. Uh, he said, I don't know what it is when you're in your youth, you don't think about dying. The one element of it that held it probably together for me again was Malcolm. He said, he called me and said, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm just moping about. And he said, listen, why don't the two of us do what we were doing before? Which is, he said, we had been in a rehearsal room. He said, it's strange. That was one of the last places where places we were, we had seen bond was in a rehearsal remember, room, room, room. Remember I told you guys last week, yes. yeah. bond had been playing drums. For right, me. right. Just came in. I say, just said, why don't the just two of us go back and just work on songs and ideas and just sit and do that? And then that's when they came up with Back in Black, and it was huge. And then one last story: the popularity of Journey's 1981 "Don't Stop Believing" shows absolutely no signs of fading with the band's signature tune now passing streams of one billion on Spotify. It's, it's. Pretty much a perfect song, yeah. is it not? It's just great. Yeah. Uh, back in 2009, uh, the track made history by becoming the first catalog, uh, catalog digital track to reach 2 million downloads. Uh, today, the song boasts over 7 million digital downloads. Neil Sean of Journey wrote, Wow, thank you, uh, thank you fans. Uh, we are over 1 billion streams on Spotify. Don't stop believing. He said, Queen is the only other band at this point. Uh, and that's Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. And he said, congratulations, guys. So it's just one of those songs that you just never get Who wrote it again? It was... uh, Jonathan Cain. They actually all wrote it. Jonathan Cain, in fact, he goes on to tell the story about it. He said, um, uh, Jonathan said, uh, oh, you know what? That part of this is missing. But he said he had... um, he had written down the the, the the title, Don't Stop Believing, because something his dad said to him. He right, was thinking yeah. about giving up music. Sure. And he said, Don't Stop Believing. He wrote it down. He had it set aside. And then he came up with the, the piano intro. Which is the iconic. And, yeah. and he had the title. And then Steve wrote the lyrics. Yeah. And they, they all kicked it around. But, right. But, uh, but he, Jonathan Cain was the one who got the whole thing started. So, but it's just, this is a great freaking yeah. song, man. Yeah. It's got everything you want in it. 
All right, and that is Music News. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. $500 up for grabs. Word of the week. You need that letter. We'll have it for you next. Everything that rocks includes cool MMR swag you can wear. Available now in the MMR Rock Shop for guys and gals. All with the MMR attitude you expect. Search the word shop at WMMR.com and get shopping. Uh, Monday morning, almost in the books for us, maybe just beginning for you. But uh, you got some good company coming up here in just minutes. Rest of the day here on MMR. I would like to thank our guest today, Mr. Jamie Kennedy, yeah. who's on our program. He's a great guy. He is. You can just sit and chat with him. I know. For a while. And the movie that he's promoting is an independent film. It's called Last Call. Jeremy Piven is a star. It takes place in Upper Darby. It's called Darby, Darby Heights. Heights. Darby Heights. So, uh, uh, Clifton Heights and yeah, Upper Darby. Darby. Yeah. yeah, so they kind of combine them, and uh, it looks like a ghoul. It, it, we, we were talking about that. That uh, It doesn't look like a ghoul. It, it, <laughs> it looks, looks like... a little bit like a ghoul, but it's uh, like a, a returning to your hometown. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like it's a gobble like Some people call that a ghoul. <laughs> yeah. A gobble ghoul. Yeah. 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 A little scarier. Kind of ghoul, I was going to yeah. say it looks like a good film, but yeah. I said no, ghoul it instead. it looks like a... Whoa. <laughs> like a... Time for a movie recommendation. If you're looking for a good ghoul this weekend, check out Last Call, starring Jeremy Piven. Enjoy. And Jamie Kennedy and Sherry O'Terry. It is one heck of a ghoul. Uh, Bruce Stern is in it, too. Uh, but no, it's, uh, it's yeah, it's the guy who yeah. goes away, creates a living for himself, finds himself back in his in his hometown where he grew up, and then rediscovering that. And, right. Uh, I love, I love that, that formula. I think uh, you, you know they say you can't go home again, but you you can, and sometimes it uh, yeah it can help reset you. And I think that's the tone of the movie. Uh, so Jamie is in it. It is out March nineteenth. I think it's going to be on Amazon Prime, and uh, also I think, uh, you can see it in theaters and elsewhere. The director, uh, uh, co-writer as well, tweeted at us. Oh, um, Greg Langell. Uh, the, the, he's the co-writer, and then the director. Of the film is uh, another gentleman. Nice. Another that... gentleman? Yes. There are two gentlemen involved with this There's movie. There's a guy named Paolo. Yes. That would be the director. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Mr. Lingo is from uh, Upper Darby. Right. Uh, so, cool. Thank you, guys. Yes. Appreciate see, it. right up there on the big screen in the studio? Uh, yes. Paolo Yes. 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 Uh, so, anyhow, the movie is uh, coming out on the 19th, so get yourself set for that. Uh, so, oh, and then uh, Sharon Pinkinson uh, yes. from the Greater, Greater Philadelphia Film Office uh, gave us a call talking about uh, tax credits and trying to get more more ghouls into Philadelphia. More ghouls, more good ghouls <laughs> in Philadelphia. And thank you, Kathy, for bringing the nasal wax yeah. uh, materials. Uh, Nick and I waxed our uh, our noses, uh, our, our nose hairs. And uh, by the way, Nick is completely uh, shorn. You know the yeah, uh, shaved. beard is completely gone. Yeah, it's like a once a year type of thing. And I figured I'd start off March, fresh start, and now I got a clean nostril <laughs> to go along with wow. it. So yeah, starting this this month off strong. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Thank you. Uh, and then I guess we need to do the letter of the day. You want to hmm. call him? See if he's in the. No, middle? I got it. Did I you, just got the uh, go ahead. You, you got the go ahead. You missed okay. the joke. What? You want to call him? Oh yeah. Well, we haven't revealed what that means yet, so eventually. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter... G, as in 
school. All right, G. <laughs> and we have 500 bucks, part of the T-Mobile 5G Fridays, mm-hmm. where T-Mobile is giving away 5Gs in the name of speed uh, with the Preston and Steve Show. For another shot of 500 bucks, click contest WMMO.com and enter to win one of five $500 online prizes. T-Mobile is the first to bring 5G speeds to cities uh, and towns across America. Coverage and speed, who says you can't have it all? T-Mobile, are you with us? So we give that away on Friday. G, the first letter. Uh, I will thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Radio Program today, brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and also by Duncan, official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show, and Salus University, the future of health science. You can visit salus.edu. Uh, tomorrow, uh, we have the writer, Brad Inglesby. He's the one who wrote the film that Kate Winslet shot in yes. our area, Mayor of Easttown. And he's a local feller. So we'll do that, and we'll have a tattoo to give away, Preston and Steve theme tattoo, a Tattoo's Day, and some other things as well. So that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we shall see you again tomorrow. <laughs> The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hey, this is Alice with Inbalance Wellness Spa, located in Hatfield Township, Montgomery County, within Ralph's Corner Shopping Center. We are a wellness spa specializing in rehabilitative massage and corrective skin care. Bring us your aching, stressed-out bodies or let us guide you to healthier skin through skin treatments, education, and personalized home care recommendations. Check us out at InbalanceWellnessSpa.com, Instagram, or Facebook, or give us a call at 215-490-2900. Stay safe. President Steve, you rock. Next message. Hi, this is Sandy Valentine from the Valentine Chocolate Company. We're located at 13th West King Street, Malvern, Pennsylvania. That's at the Malvern train station. We specialize in fine handcrafted chocolate, all produced right here in Malvern. You can find us at our website, ValentineChocolateCo.com or follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Valentine Chocolate Company. Peace, love, and chocolate. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com where Jack really does sell them for less.